Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Phil's Recap and Review, The Walking Dead, Season 6, Episode 11, Knots Untie. And when we're pouring Bisquick and we're trying... We're always trying, trying to make, to make pancakes. Yeah, we're always trying to make pancakes. <laughs> Holy shit. And in this episode, instead of having a porch dick, we're introduced to like a museum or mansion dick, we can call them or something. Oh my gosh. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Definite dick for sure. A definite dick. A cocky, condescending piece of shit. People that say we swear too much, you didn't have to wait too long into the beginning of the podcast to hear us call someone a cock merchant ass fuck. That guy is such a prick. Yeah. Wow. Wow. One of the biggest pricks. But everybody, welcome to our Walking Dead recap this week. I'm Phil, the issues guy from issuesprogram.com. Phil's recap and review. With me is Joe Dirtylocks. We're here tonight to talk all about what happened in this episode of The Walking Dead. Some could say a filler episode or a moving things along episode. I, I enjoyed a lot of what happened in this episode, but this wasn't big on a lot of highs or a lot of lows. It was kind of setting up the scene for where we get at the end of the episode, where our team is now a group of mercenaries that are on their way to to handle well, the Negan they're situation. They're finishing what someone else started. They know that Negan's coming. Negan already tried to stop Daryl Abraham and uh and Sasha there. So, and you know, they, it's kind it's kind of like at first I was like, ah, what the hell is this? They're gonna go attack. They're gonna like, what are they? The governor to the prison now? This is kind of weird. But uh, I chalked it up to they were already attacked. Now they know it, what they know about them. They got to kind of, you know, and Joe, meet, it, meet it face on, get, jo- the, get it before, you know, get it before it gets you. Joe, it's, it's, I've, I've gone too long without introducing some of the best motherfuckers in the world. The motherfucking chat. Friends of Phil, awesome people in there. Terry Chan says, filler? No fucking, that was absolutely necessary. I agree, filler was the wrong word. Word. It was a moving the story along to a different phase. Yeah, because a... most of our storylines have already been, like, finished off. The town's cleared, that family's, Porch Dick family's dead, Mayor family story kind of tied up. Like, there's just a... They gotta, they gotta build the story. They gotta exactly. tell us the next chapter. Move a, a move along home episode is a better way of saying it. I mean, I li- I like this episode. A lot of good stuff had it, especially because we got a lot of Maggie in this episode. So I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the payoff in the end. I, I it was fun. I'm just very excited for what's to come next, where we go from the end point of this episode more than I was excited about anything that we actually got to see in this episode. And one or two things kind of minorly bothered me where I'm going to get a little you know, cock merchant asshole. Where was Carol? Except for the fact that we get mentioned that, that, Oh, these are some yummy cookies. And the person that made them isn't around right now. Where the fuck is Carol? Cause she's going to shoot some motherfuckers. What the fuck? Yeah, she should be. She should have been on this uh, away team. She absolutely should have. But I, again, I don't want to make it like I didn't like this episode. And, and you guys are right to call me out in the chat. I wouldn't say a filler episode isn't the best way of saying it. I, I like where this episode's set up. We've got a lot of Jesus, obviously, a lot of setup for the Hilltop community, and a, a lot of Maggie being a badass in her way and showing what her contribution to the group is going to be. And I, a couple of really funny moments, too. The tone has shifted in The Walking Dead. Rick's what? was hilarious when he just kills the guy and people are and, and people are mad at him and he just goes what what the fuck's wrong with you people drinking a neck full of blood <laughs> pouring out of the yeah. guy like it was uh, a cup of water oh. like wow 
So Great. let let us jump in the chat for a second. Carol is dead, says Sean. Timo says, yes, I'm missing Carol. This is the second week in the in a, in a row without her. Tara Chan says, well, they needed someone to keep the fort down. But they said that Carl was doing that. There wasn't any mention of Car Carol or Morgan or what's going on in their situation. So I sense we're going to get some big development with that later on. Like a big chunk of an episode or... They didn't. They they took an awful lot of like their fighters with them. I mean, I guess there's a few back there still. Aaron's back. I'm not there. talking about her coming on the mission. I'm talking about her being in the meeting. She should have been in the big meeting when Jesus when Jesus comes and all the big guns show up and he's eating the cookie. It's a tasty cookie. Oh, you don't want to know who made this cookie? I think that's a reference that D the Daryl's making to the fact that Carol's not in the episode. It's, it's like, yeah, guys, you didn't want to pay Carol for this episode or something something because the person that made these cookies isn't in the room. And we all know that Carol's the cookie maker in the family. But so I, I guess I just noticeably missed her in that scene because it was pointed out to me that, oh, look, Carol's not here. Right. And uh, let's jump in the chat. Critch says, can't take all the killers. Carol is the one woman rescue team. Uh, I feel like Maggie, Freddie says, I had felt like Maggie had her badass moment from the first time since season four. It was really great to see Maggie have an awesome, badass moment. Tara Chan says, the producers love Carol. I'm 90% sure she was filming something else. That's probably what was happening. And that's why you get the Daryl comment there, just to make kind of a, a wink and a nudge to, oh, yeah, she's just not around. Dink. She's somewhere else. She can't be here in this scene. And uh, the great says, I love this episode. Great foundation for the rest of the season. And I guess that's that's an overall point. This was the foundation for where the rest or where I assume the rest of our season will go. And this whole arc will be about next week. We're going to go back to Alexandria and Rick's going to rally the troops. And then we're going to plan together. Look, at he's finally drawn out a plan like he can draw a plan for, to outline how they're going to attack another community, but we can't have one fucking scene where he draws a plan of how they're going to defend their own community. Mm -hmm. One fucking plan drawn up about where they're going to meet. One meeting about the fire escape, the fire drill, you know, come on. Still, after all this time. <laughs> Someone says, Carol wasn't needed because she's dead in the comments. She should be dead now, that dead. old back. Timo says, I wanted to see Carol's reaction to Sam, cookie bitch dying. Gregory is, big Kev in the chat. Gregory is creepier more here than he is in the comments. He was really creepy. That was, that was, uh, that was some pretty, pretty slimy, slimy, sliminess. We don't see that that often on the, it's been a while since we saw someone that just straight up slimy. No, I don't think, when, when was the last time we saw someone that slimy? I guess, I guess you could say claimed guy was. Mayor oh, Joe okay. Hale. The whole claimed group. The whole claimed group was that slimy. Was that right. slimy? They were kind. Of, they were kind of. Hey, come here, little boy. Oh, and then and then I guess. Uh, then there's the uh, rapey cops. Yeah, the rapey cops. The rapey cops were a little rapey. They're a little rapey. Fuck Colonel Sanders. Uh, well, chop chop his dick off to this guy. Yeah, I wanted I wanted Maggie when she reached up to the bed. I want one more thing to chop your balls off. Yeah. <laughs> right at the end there. Uh, Big Kev says, how the fuck is there so many more people at Alexandria? Ma Maggie said, uh, Maggie said there's about 54, <laughs> 54 people. Yeah. How, especially after. No, Maggie said more. Um, Jesus said to the guy that the guy said there was 54. He said, what are there? 54 people at your community? Maggie, there's more. It's more than that. Yeah. It's probably a little bit more than that. So as we get into the beginning of our episode, we also forgot to mention. I think it's I think it's less than that. 
Jesus, yeah, someone said, Terry Chan said Jesus says it was 54. Maggie, was, Bill, Bill says maybe Maggie was, like what Joe was saying, well, Maggie was lying about the numbers. Yeah, it maybe was 54 when they got there, but it's decreased significantly by now <laughs> after everything. So we forgot to mention, or the person we haven't mentioned yet, who was also a huge part of this episode, is this was a really big Abraham episode. Furthering along the Abraham post-traumatic stress, this, or whatever he's been going through, or kind of going through a... This was his version of deciding who he should date. Which I oh, think yeah. ultimately ends up being that he, sh he wants to be with Sasha at the end. He yeah, hears because he doesn't give a shit about the necklace that falls on the ground. Right, and he and when he's choked out at that end point, he hears Sasha's voice, and I only know that because I was watching with subtitles on, and it says Sasha's voice from the subtitles. So, so he heard her. Sasha's voice. Nice. Okay. Right. So in that moment, and that's what do you think, Daryl and Tara? Mm, maybe but we just are we coupling off now joe is that what we're doing yeah, we gotta go they, it's gotta be done everybody it's gotta be it's gotta be talk about it you we know? need like to we, see, everybody's been talking about who's daryl gonna shag we need to see yeah. that we need to see the uh we need to see the community here we need everyone will to have a baby Aaron, will it be carol carol ship sailed oh dude we had the mother son kiss there dude, dude i know you're half kidding so i'm not gonna really lay i don't I, <laughs> fuck that shit i don't need this to be the the young and the restless of love affairs everyone has to have a fucking this isn't saved by the bell where zach needs to go with kelly and then we need slater to automatically go with jesse and screech to go with fucking J uh lisa turtle there we don't need the fucking oh, matchups I mean, come on we already have we already have two budding romances and a breakup going yeah. on right now you mm. know like Whatever. Why not? Why not a third? <laughs> Tim's a three. Are we could. Are we gonna count? Uh, Tara in the doc in the Good Doctor. Joe. Tim says it's the best. God damn it, Joe. The Walking Dead doesn't need to be Twilight. We know. We know. How, how about Tara the Doctor and uh and Daryl? <laughs> now, now, now you're getting the it. The Doctor seems to be crushing on Daryl now. This Are week we're gonna be saying that. This week on the recap show, Joe enters into fan fiction territory. We know what Joe's doing tonight. He's writing his fanfics. That the that blog that blog will be posted on the in the Friends of Phil issues group. If you want to read Joe's Joe's fan fiction about about uh, the love affairs going on. Uh, Corey says Tara the doctor in the chick doctor chicken Daryl three's a company too. Come, yeah. come a knock on his door. <laughs> oh, a lady, lady love. Sasha got tired of waiting for Abraham. I mean, it's been two months, Abraham. Damn. D I know. At least, at least, it's been a little bit longer than that. You know, because last week it was eight weeks. Am I a horrible, am I a ridiculously awful pig for that moment when we see Rosita, when she gets up out of bed, how the camera cuts away right before we, we get to see her butt? Like, I, I was like, you assholes. You oh, yeah. fucking cameramen was... ass. I, I don't want to have a pig moment, but oh my golly gosh. Okay, so we open up in the episode. We hear. Yeah, it, re it reaffirmed my. Uh... Yes, you're, <laughs> you're, Yes. So we open him here talking. Abraham's talking about some funny shit. We're scrapping sacks in a box, sweating and swearing, waiting for a friend. He's with Sasha, and you can get the feeling right from the beginning that Sasha's getting annoyed with this. She doesn't like... I'm not saying that she's completely... My big question at the end of this scene, was she breaking up with him? Was this a no. break? Was she, she was just saying, I don't want to work together. We can't, we can't do both. We, so she basically... He I said, actually said the same thing to Katie. Did she just break up with him? I was wondering. I, I don't. I said. To, I said to Steph, and I don't think so. I think he was just. She was just kind of saying, "I can't work with you." 
And uh, Terry Chan says, hopefully Rosita will go to someone who cares about her. Cough, Eugene. Bill says, yeah, Phil, I wanted a nap shot from Rosita. I could have accepted an Abraham Assad shit. So it's tri- yeah, trade, fair, and balance. That's all. I wouldn't have minded. I would have I, I would have gladly taken that ass shot of Abraham just to see that, uh, to see a little bit more. Timo says, I'm going to laugh every time I eat pancakes now. <laughs> I'll never look at Bisquick the same way again, says Bill. <laughs> Oh my goodness. K. Yaw says, was pancakes ruined for everybody else? Not as much. I don't want to spoil anything. Not as much as pies were ruined for me because of Better Call Saul. <laughs> I don't think a pie, I'll ever look at a pie the same way or, or hear the word cobbler in my life the same way. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can watch the Better Call Saul recap. Okay, so, so but Sasha basically doesn't break up with him just says, I don't want to work with you anymore. He keeps going, brave new world. Uh, Mag is having a pup the way it is, the way things are. I, I can't understand why people would want to have kids in this world. Abe says, you already called me an idiot, but you never had to. It gets kind of weird with the dialogue here back and forth. But ultimately, she says, she, she says Eugene's going to be taking over my shifts now. I don't want to work with you anymore. And, and Joe, do you, you agree with me that that was all it was? That wasn't a breakup, was it? That was a shit of get off the pot. Katie told me that was a shit of get off the pot. That was uh this is the first step of me moving away from you. And now if you want to spend time together, you have to make free time at a different time of the day, which is your Rosita time. That's kind of her first force in his hand. Now you don't get this free time on the job to come see me and then spend the night with Rosita. You either spend your nights with me or we don't get to see each other mm-hmm. because we're on different shifts. Good, good point. So then we flash right over to Abraham waking up in bed with Rosita. And and then I had asked the question, was that a dream? Was he dreaming what happened with Sasha? But no, he ends up telling telling Rosita about how he's going to be working with Eugene now. And she says, oh, Eugene's learning how to fight. We're doing a trade and she's teaching me. He's teaching me chemistry. I'm teaching him how to fight. And Abraham does a little charming. Uh, I don't have to teach you chemistry. And they they kiss and they get into it a little bit and he watches her get up and kind of almost breaks the fourth wall of the audience to kind of do the Mel Brooks history of the world. It's good to be the king thing, but almost did it. He totally almost did. He just goes, "Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm, a little nod. You fucking asshole. Critch says, uh, glad I wasn't a fan of turtle soup after Tyrion's confession season one. (laughs) That really would have been rude. Oh my goodness, Timo! He should have broke up with Rosita. In the turtle soup. Why is he still sleeping with Rosita if he wants Sasha? Because he's a dog. Because he doesn't know what he wants. He w- and that's I guess what this episode was all about: him not necessarily knowing what he wanted. And this is him figuring it out through the episode and figuring that he wants a family and he can more see starting a family with Sasha rather than Rosita. At least that's yeah, the vibe. Someone I even say like they needed a near death experience to know that they were with the one. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, uh, SM Dump. I am opening the phone lines for right now. Feel free to give a call in, buddy. Uh, so. So ultimately, he's talking to her about uh, Eugene. He's learning her to fight, chemistry, chemistry. And then she throws him the necklace that she made. And he, and let's take our first call of the evening. Welcome to the show, buddy. How's it going? Hey, what's up, man? Why would you choose uh, uh, Sasha over Rosita? Not to be like the most shallow person (laughs) in the world, but seriously, have you looked at the two of them? (laughs) 
In in fair, thank you, call my friend. In fairness, everybody has everybody has different taste, and every everybody certain people find certain things attractive, and certain people yeah. Find other something about eating coffee ice cream all the time. Mm, you just want chocolate every now and then. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're sick of coffee ice cream, and then you want butterscotch or something like that. And you want right, and you want butterscotch, then you want toffee maple crunch at some point. And then, of course, this is, I, I'm, I'm taking this out of context. And then Rosita ends up turning into Walter White. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> someone says Sasha's tougher than Rosita. And someone also asked, did Denise lose weight? For some reason, it's always hard to hear Denise when she's talking. I don't know if she's mumbling. I, Abraham uh, getting that arrow to the head. Al Red Sox fan says, I'm on Team Rosita. T- Timo like, likes what you just said, Joe. Uh, so, I'll, so she throws him the necklace, and I have to say, just from a superficial standpoint, if I'm if I'm going on that angle, then I'd probably be more attracted to to uh, to Sasha, not to Sasha, to uh, to Rosita. Hey, I don't know. Sometimes you find a flavor of ice cream and you stick with it. I've yeah. been eating vanilla for so long now. So then we then we almost get the butt shot, which I was really excited for, but we didn't get the butt shot. So then we flash to Abraham looking at it, fantasizing, but he's fantasizing about Sasha and the bad patrol dump or whatever. He starts almost fantasizing about being dumped by by Sasha. Kind of has a he has a a moment. So then we go off to Maggie and Glenn. They're setting up crops to try to solve some of the food issues. But it's but, not even growing. Not a single blade has come out of the ground. Yep. Damn it. Not a... Sam says... Maybe, maybe a little late in the season, maybe? <laughs> Sam says she's the same, Joe, but it's with uh, with cookie dough ice cream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Glenn and Maggie, the real couple. I don't care about any other couple, says SM Down. Because they're the ones that you can understand or you see the foundation of it, I think. They've been together since season two. And the way it built from the, you can say what you want about the being on the farm period of The Walking Dead. At least it was character building between the two of them, especially, and seeing Glenn being grained into the family with Herschel and everything like that that happened. And Santovia Major says, Sasha's a beautiful woman too. Yes, I could not go wrong with yeah. either woman. In, the, in, in, my, in, my, in any situation, if I walked into a room and I had either I of those say, options, I'd be happy. I gotta say, it's the, it's a pretty damn good-looking bunch of women that have survived the zombie apocalypse. Isn't it? Isn't it lucky that all of them are in their way attractive? That all of yes. them that we didn't have. It's very nice. Even Denise is. A, nice. Even Denise to me is attractive in a way. It, all, they all are. They, they all, all are. are. They all are. Really there's no. There's no. Uh, no ugly people survive the zombie, zombie apocalypse. Really, or no unattractive. I remember people. one of Denise's roles in uh, Law and Order: Criminal Intent from a long time ago. That like. It's always stuck with me. Every time I see her, I'm like, oh, she was on Law and Order. <laughs> you know? you, I like her. I like her as an actress. So I kept I start had to stop watching those Law and Order shows because I kept getting distracted because I've seen all those people naked on Oz. So it was really it got really weird <laughs> to me. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Like any of those shows. I'm like, like oh, shit. That, the guy in the stand is beat. I've seen him naked. Oh, uh, Vern yeah. Schillinger's in this. Get this away from yeah. me. Uh, he's not arguing in front of the judge, not with that cock. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just like to point out, most of the most of the men are pretty, or that survived the zombie apocalypse are pretty attractive too. <laughs> yeah, Eugene, he's hot. Oh, Eugene, he's that. Bu- did say, or he did say most of. Who said that? 
And uh, Santa, so someone wants to call me out. Phil, that's crap. Maggie and Glenn hooking up at the pharmacy within months of them getting to the farm did uh, did not give us good good point. I, I guess I'm 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 uh, compartmentalizing it all into one dark long one longer well, that story was also, than it was. That was also it may have been it may have been a while after they got to the farm, but it was also. Um, very close to the beginning of the apocalypse still so there was all those feelings of like yeah but now that i'm sorry but now that i remember it too it was kind of quick that she kind of just jumped him if i remember she was like i'm going with you and then like wanted to fuck him in the pharmacy right so so good very good point centovia major that i probably uh, she decided that she wanted glenn before glenn decided that he wanted anything (laughs) aside from the pharmaceuticals that he was out there to get oh big kev says whose sword's bigger michonne or rick's only jesus knows (laughs) (laughs) oh big kev the the line of the night so far buddy (laughs) awesome buddy terry chin says daryl so ugly so it balances out all the hotness of the male character well, yeah no no jesus is the cleaned up daryl oh don't don't ins- daryl you so you think jesus you think if daryl cleaned himself out and grew his hair out he'd look like jesus we see him right down in the corner let's look let's look at our boy Dr- like jesus, jesus already got the angel wings on his back oh jesus i mean uh, daryl does sorry <laughs> jesus he's he don't got nothing he's clean as the devil oh my goodness we get the uh we get the jesus is hot as fuck says tarachan who's <laughs> They oh, all think it. Oh he knows it too. He was sitting on the on the talking dead couch like why are they showing fucking clips of those bastards? They should be showing me. I'm Jesus. Holy I'm shit. Right. <laughs> totally. He's eating it up. I love how he's owning those lines though. I love how the actor's reading those uh, Jesus lines in the episodes though. He's, yeah, like, he's like, all like, I am Jesus. I Call am, me Jesus. I am Jesus. We can Jesus! You're back. <laughs> it, it reminds me of an orgasmo. Every time someone says Jesus, Trey Parker's Where? like, Where? Where? Where's Jesus? Oh, there he is. Wait, there, there he is right there. <laughs> Shit. Apulia says, Jesus is just pretty. I love what's going As usual, the motherfucking issues chat. Friends of Phil in there. FOP is fucking kicking ass in the chat. See me in it. Welcome. I felt like I was in Django tonight. Everyone else uh, there too, Carl. Jesus is just pretty. Uh, Satovia Carl was uh, wondering what Jesus was doing at his house. Isn't uh, Jesus in the comics uh, gay? Is Jesus Jesus sketchy as hell? Uh, Jesus is sketchy as hell. Um, Very, Daryl needs a bath and a haircut, and maybe he would be more attractive to me. (laughs) No, dirty Daryl is perfect the way he goes with Steve-O. We, Jesus, son of David. They didn't tell us if it was a lot of girls. A lot of girls say that uh, they are not Daryl fans, and then and then you see it all over the place how hot Daryl is. Like it's either a toss up. Either, either you think he's hot or you or you think he's nasty. Mm. There's not really an in between with the Daryl fans. I hear you with that. With with that, some one. girls like a dirty bad boy. Yeah. Some girls don't. <laughs> some some like it. Some don't. Some still miss Shane. Uh, a couple couple people I've talked to are still still. It's uh, all been Who's all done. Carlos. <laughs> who's carlos man uh so every time jesus shows up from now on he has the wind blowing through his hair like fabio says Corey. sm says i want to see someone being attacked and say save me jesus jesus saved daryl daryl should be like save me see me and it uh, says if only, if only uh what's her name was still listening so we could get a lordy 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 uh, it's funny i was listening to her quotes today uh, i was trying to find one for tonight uh see me and it says when when did rick think he was able to fuck everyone up i'm sick I'm his sick of his shit. Do you think it was, we're going to get to it eventually, but it's a good time to, to kind of tackle that Joe. Do you think Rick overshot his wad saying, yeah, we can kill this guy, Negan. Fuck this guy, Negan. 
a little bit and and for that matter like yeah i used to be a cop and i know i've put my nose into shit that i shouldn't in a couple of bars that i had nothing to do with nothing to do with any of my friends and like almost got really hurt for it like that it's kind of strange that rick's like oh you just stabbed big fucking dickhead that wanted to fucking basically rob us and treat maggie like a prostitute so i'm gonna kill you now for it nah let you kill him kill him please kill him and then we can deal with a much more level-headed jesus apparently yeah if exactly kill this motherfucker and let's deal with jesus because jesus seems right doesn't that make more sense to you like why isn't like rick's already like you go talk to him maggie because i'm gonna kill him maggie comes out and basically they're like we're we're leaving and you know running through rick's head is we could take this place too just like he was thinking we could take the other place and so why wouldn't he why would he like go out of his way and almost die to protect this dude who's getting stabbed who he thinks is a complete fucking prick to begin with yep it's who the whole group thinks is a fucking i mean prick. you could say that he's doing it because he's up against it and he knows what dick's dickhead said to maggie is true that if they're not up against it if this guy dies right they're less up against it if he For, dies than if he doesn't good rick's point. probably already thinking i should kill this guy we why don't we we have all the guns we could kill half of them take their fucking trucks all their fucking food, both their fucking cows, or however many cows they got, and leave. Preach. Like we, you know, you know, this is something that's already gone through Rick's head. He's not like just all of a sudden, like, like, oh no, you know, peace and love and happiness and protect everybody who's. One second, car. This dude. Uh, welcome back to the show, buddy. What's going on? I think Rick realized he could take the Alexandria place because, like, those people were wusses. I think the one place he should have tried to take was the governor's place because that place had, like, running water and juice and, like, <laughs> it had a hell of a lot of luxuries that that prison didn't have. Like, until I saw the episode where they, um, where they actually, where he, where the governor burns the whole place down, I was like, why didn't they just go there? It had everything. It had, like, toilets. <laughs> like, that was, that's a luxury in a, in a zombie apocalypse. Not having the shit in the woods, that's the most awesome thing in the world. <laughs> Very right, good Eventually, point. cell block D is going to smell too bad, too much to take a shit in. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Like, so- you, remember, you remember what they said about the walk-in closet, the walk-in freezer. You don't want to go in there. <laughs> when they first got to the prison. With the four prisoners stuck in the cafeteria in the kitchen. Bill does have a good point, though. At the time, the the group wasn't quite strong enough yet to uh, take Woodbury. And uh, the yeah, see me in it. And they had and they had Herschel talking in his ear. That wasn't something Herschel would have gone along with. (laughs) See me in it. You're so right. Uh, Awesome call, SM Down. Especially because I I always wanted to laugh. I say, did you say juice too? You're like they had water and toilets and juice. (laughs) That's fucking power. And power. Oh, you meant juice. In power, I'm, I'm thinking. Sorry, dude. I'm thinking. I'm because I'm. Are you fucking, thinking apple juice? Yeah, or are you dude. thinking like juice? Like I got juice on the street, baby. No, I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking apple juice. That's how much okay. of a friggin' ju- power. I was thinking. No, they got apple juice there, man. We're totally taking that place. Dude, they got it all. They got apple juice, cranberry juice, pear juice. <laughs> oh my the god! Juice you want, baby? Holy shit! They- no, but 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 I, I don't think they could have taken. They could have taken woodbury um they weren't quite ready at the time they abandoned it but woodbury is a lot harder to defend than the prison was i think mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and, and they did and and we all see how they oh, defended no. it let's let them just build up by the hundreds no he meant he, no. he meant he meant juice juice they had lemonade and shit yeah yeah they did okay <laughs> <laughs> totally 
Oh my goodness. So again, as you, yeah, no, you like Rick has no reason to fucking to stop this guy from getting murdered. He has every reason to let this guy get murdered and go from there. Right. And deal let, with let him get murdered, find out what the fuck Negan wanted to know. And if Negan uh you know, if they get this other guy's brother back, then we attack Negan. When we attack Negan when we go to get this other guy, we throw the corpse over the fence for Negan and then attack. Corey, let me look in the fridge and see if they have any Sunny D. Ah, Sunny D! Purple stuff! Fuck that purple stuff! Give me the Sunny D! Rick's looking around, too. He knows they have no weapons. They're fucking holding spears at the top of the wall, dude. (laughs) Spears. And they're so proud of that wall, too. They're like, we built that wall ourselves. blacksmith making spears. Oh gosh. So let's get into it. So we go off to Glenn and Maggie setting up crops as we're going to hubbub hub. Then we go uh into Jesus and and he grabs the Queen of Hearts painting off the wall. I don't know if there's any significance to the fact that this is the Queen of Hearts. And immediately Carl's like, What the fuck are you doing in my house, motherfucker? And he goes, What does he say, Joe? I'm Jesus. That's what he says. I'm sitting I'm sitting here. I'm waiting for your mom and dad to get dressed. Yep. And Abraham and Daryl. Was he eating? Was he eating something or reading something? No, he was just holding the Queen of Hearts painting. He was just looking at a painting. Okay. Yeah, he was looking at the painting. I'm, he said, "I'm just, I'm just sitting here looking at a painting, waiting Excuse for me. your mom and dad. waiting for your mom and dad." So, like Carl, that's the first Carl knows of it too. <laughs> so Carl, shoot first. Qu- at least we've known Carl hasn't. He's no longer the shoot first and ask questions later. He time. was never. He was never. They told that kid to put down his motherfucking <laughs> no, gun, no, he's and a, he did not. He's a blood. He he's forward. got the blood thirst, oh. Joe. Every every cop would have shot that kid right then and there. Herschel was wrong. Carl did the right thing in the woods. <laughs> he did the absolute right thing. He put that boy down because that boy did not put his gun down. <laughs> Bill says, hello, Carl. Have you accepted Jesus as your Lord, personal Lord and Savior? <laughs> hey, have this pamphlet about about uh, about how I quaff my hair. It looks so pretty. She said, I am Jesus. I, I saved your life when you got shot in the eye. <laughs> Perry says, how stupid was it that Michonne looked like she was about to draw her sword when they were standing outside the wall? Wall versus sword? I would... Right, right. Wall versus spears getting chucked down at your head. <laughs> uh, I mean, the... uh, Sword versus spears. Again, you can like maybe knock them out of the way. I guess. <laughs> the look on Carl's face when he figures out his dad and Michelle got freaky is priceless. So he says he's Jesus. Abraham shows up. Daryl shows up. They all sit down, and Rick is like, "Jesus, how'd you get out?" And he doesn't really answer the question. He just kind of talks in a riddle. He goes, "One." Just the title. Yeah, one guard uh, can't cover two doors. Knots untie, third floor window, uh, ectropy comes from order. You know what the, you know what I'm saying. And Rick's yeah. le- and Rick's basically says, "Yeah, I know what you're saying." And then Jesus goes in. Yeah, I saw all your guns, but all the your- fucking Jesus ninja bitch. Yeah, I saw all your guns. I, I spent- yeah, I've 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 gone through the whole town. Yep. I went through every yep. house looking every for house. you. Everybody sleeps yep. so well here. Isn't it great? Counted, 50, counted fifty-four people as I strolled so, through your town. So how many houses did he try before he finally reached that house? Right. Maggie's up, Glenn's up, Abraham. Everybody's fucking up. People are outside. This guy's sneaking around house to house, checking out the armory, checking out the supply house, checking out 
All of it. Unreal. <laughs> See, mean it says Unreal. Hill, Hilltop looks boring as fuck. That's why Jesus is so entertained by these people. He's just watching people. He's like, Hill, Hilltop's boring as shit. I'm going to go people watch for a while in this Alexandria. So he just goes into random houses, walks around, checks out the gun cast, also sees that their food counts. Every people has a little ticker in his hand, counts 54 people as they're coming. You know, one of those things that people at the concert, when you go through, click, click, yep. click, he's counting the 54 people. Jesus says, uh, and, and then we get into Jesus eating the cookie, and this is where he says compliments to the chef, and Daryl gets the line, she ain't here. And I know, as I mentioned earlier, I know this is so trivial, but that line was, I know it was meant to be funny, because either Car the actress that plays Carol, Melissa McBride, I believe is her name, is, is that correct? But I think that's her name. Yeah, she, that is. She, she couldn't be on the episode for some reason, scheduling conflict. She was shooting something else. Uh, her and Morgan were off shooting their own episode at the same time. Whatever the fuck was going on, the, they broke the wall again for a second to let us know, we're sorry Carol can't be in this scene, and we know it doesn't make sense she's oh, not the, here. The whole, the whole cookie thing gets even deeper, especially later when... Uh, when the good doctor brings Daryl out a cookie and says, "Here, I got a cookie," and Daryl doesn't want to take the cookie. Yeah, you don't. Daryl's all like, "I only take cookies from Carol, yo." <laughs> She's the only oh, one that gives what me. What is this? I only eat Carol's cookies, motherfucker. <laughs> I hope this tastes better than it looks. It looks like shit. I love that. Uh, Joe says, uh, "Big Kev says, Joe, you know that's how he was in the comics. Also, we." Uh, we always say, how does he get out of the, in the comics, meaning Jesus. Yeah, Jesus always gets out of improbable situations. He's someone that's very difficult for anyone to keep down. He's, he's squirmy. Jesus. He's Jesus squirmy. Ninja. Yeah, he's squirmy, too. He's, he, can, he can squirm. But that made us miss Carol, Timo says. Uh, yeah, it, that scene alone just, it made me lose Carol. They were all hand-in-hand -hand celebrating Rick losing his virginity. That's why they're all hanging out, Corey says. Oh, come on. Rick's got two kids. Well, Rick's got a Two kids. And SM says, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't thinking about Carol when watching that scene. I was. I always think about Carol. I, you know what? I actually didn't think about Carol at all today. You didn't? You did. Okay, fair oh, enough. Maybe any, it's just me. At any of the cookie times, I didn't even hear Daryl say, uh, say that about she's not here. The chef didn't, wasn't here. Like That all just went right, right over my head. I think I was uh, fucking with Twitter. I, <laughs> You were you were t <laughs> fucking with your Twitter. Well, I don't want to know what you're doing while you're looking at Joe. I don't want to know what you're doing while you're looking at Maggie. Okay, <laughs> don't mess with your don't mess with your fucking Twitter, Joe. Rosita, Rosita. Oh yeah, with Rosita. Rosita. I was still trying to take care of uh, Rosita's opening scene there. The uh, the lack of the the lack of the butt game there. Yep. <laughs> so okay, so he says compliments to the chef. He says. Jesus basically says, listen, I've sized you guys up. You, we're all on the same side, the living side. And you and Rick could have left me out in no man's land, but you didn't. And I'm from a place that's very much like this. I took your truck because my community needed things. And you two looked like trouble. I was wrong. We're both good people in this bad fucking place. We have crops. We have horses. Uh, Daryl, you look like the kind of guy that might be into horses. And we've <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Why, why don't we take Why don't we take my car? And, take your car, and we can drive to Hilltop. Make sure you're all good. Make sure everything's all good, and we can hopefully start a trade line. We have trades with other communities. Yeah. We can set this all up. And Matt, wait, did you say other communities? Yeah. Maggie, Maggie's like, yeah. Wait a second, <laughs> wait a second. What yeah. you talking about? And the other communities that he's that he's talking about is like this sick, twisted fuck bunch. 
He's probably working for Negan, looking for communities for Negan, actually, <laughs> on the side. Maybe. I, I honestly didn't. I'm not sure about Jesus, but I think the the guy that we get into, the guy that they bring with them to to show them the the Negan he's compound, he's totally he's working. working. He is totally. Uh, Benjamin. Oh said, yeah, they were already brainwashed. Let's jump in, Benjamin, with a longer comment, with good comment. Maggie Lauren Cohen was an interesting character this week as she's slowly growing into a leadership role. She was bested by Gregory in their first negotiation, but she showed that she was capable of learning quickly and turned the tables on him. She was she was not bested. Uh, no, I, I don't think she was bested by Gregory in the negotiation. I think Gregory uh, was a complete ass. Maybe you could say be, by not just completely walking out and saying, let's just fucking leave. You know, we don't need any of this. We really don't. They, they're they just as fucking destitute as far as I'm concerned <laughs> as you are. You know, they're just pre pull it, pretending better. Those bullets are worth far more than anything that they're pulling out of the fucking ground. Why? Because we can shoot you full of them and take your shit, asshole. <laughs> Someone said, oh, my God, fear the walking dead's on the television. Turn it off quick. <laughs> Turn it off quick, quick, quick. And uh, she, uh, just to finish Ben's comment, Benjamin's comment, uh, she was bested by Gregory in the first negotiation. She showed she was capable of learning quickly and turning the tables on him when, she actually, when he actually needed her. It's uh, concerning to me that she would ask for the same percentage of supplies that Negan had asked for the Hilltop community, but I don't foresee her turning into a ruthless leader anytime soon. I think that's just... I think if uh, one time we take half now right one time we, we take, take half, half now because of your because of you being such a cock dick because you, here's the thing you take half you take half now we're not going to replace that half by next month when you come back so you're taking like basically you just over like the next six to eight months we'll have nothing like yep. maggie said we saw that we just had a couple calls sorry i couldn't grab them in time if you want please give a call back or leave a voicemail as well we love having you call and if you don't know the phone number it's right on the screen but if you're listening 781-990-8509 you can always call leave a voicemail 24 hours a day seven days a week and if you leave a message on an off time just tell us what show you want the comment for and we'll play it during that particular show and if you happen to be listening to the audio cast right now as well thank you everybody that has been subscribing to our audio podcast on itunes stitcher and whatever your pod catcher is so we really appreciate you guys as well and come and join us live sometimes on sunday evenings after the walking dead it'll be awesome to be able to have you so <clears throat> mag bill says maggie kind of wrecked gregory in both meetings she picked up on his vibes early on and dropped them my yeah. husband saved your doctor to let him know she was married when he pushed it further she dropped the boom motherfucker boom so let's yeah no I, I don't think she was uh outdone by gregory at all i think um she had they had gregory where they wanted him gregory definitely looked to me like he was bluffing and he just looked like an asshole <laughs> like the way he came off without getting that warning beforehand like careful he's a dick like he got like she got the second time on the way in um she's like i i know he's a dick <laughs> i love how everyone's called him the kfc guy colonel sanders i want half all your kfc franchises that's what maggie should have been like i want half your kfc franchise let's play a couple of voicemails maggie wanted to hook up with glenn an example of what happens when someone raises you to be he's so um so conservative so conservative and never and never lets you do anything like uh you know you just want you just finally want to have you just finally want to feel that thing that you've never gotten to feel before and oh maggie'd felt it before 
<laughs> you, you don't know. Well, Rick Kurt... killed that dude when he was on the ground. Did he literally stick his fingers through his throat or something? Because I didn't even see him pull out a knife. It was, I, a knife. it was a boot knife. Or it a... was it a boot knife? I'm not sure. I thought this. When on... my boot comes out, when my knife boot comes out, it doesn't go back in its sheath till it's bloody. Uh, if if Sam says if any more, when I pull a blade from my boot, it does not go back to its sheath till it is bloody. I'm not sure the context, but I always love saying this. If I hear any more words come pouring out of his cunt mouth, I want every fucking chicken in this fucking room. Yes. That's from. What do you mean? No, I know what that's from. I know what that's from, Joe. I don't know the context of the chat. I don't know who that. What that's from? Fuck you. (laughs) That's why I was like, what, Phil? Huh? (laughs) Yes, I know the fucking. All right. Yeah, I know where it's fucking from. Fucking motherfucker. Oh, oh, Joe! I know we're saying saying that that's what Maggie was Maggie was gonna say to uh say to him. Like, I want every fucking chicken in this place. Say one more word, you fuck. One more word comes out of your fucking cup mouth. Right, I'll take, I'll, I'll trade you. We'll burn this fucking. We'll kill all of you. Take your shit, and then go kill fucking Negan. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you're really trying to negotiate right now. We just told you we're gonna save your supply line and let you stop getting bullied by going to kill the person you don't want to have to do and can't deal with on your own. You're gonna pull this shit. What makes you think we won't turn around and fucking kill you right now? <laughs> well, we got a tw- like you're our bitch when this is done. That's we- what Maggie said to him. We got a tweet from J.C. Riley. I felt so ill watching Glenn pass around the sonogram. Sorry, Glenn. It's just when you see Glenn looking at his baby, or uh, it's it's hard not to think in the Walking Dead universe. Don't be too happy, Glenn. Don't don't, yeah. don't, don't be too happy. And Anna Banana also adds before We're get the stillbirth, it's gonna come crawling out of Maggie's belly. Oh, Anna Banana also asks before you ask yourself when you were pouring the bisquick, were you trying to make pancakes? Oh yes. Uh no, I oh gosh, I don't like pan- Actually, I was trying to make biscuits. Biscuits. I read the recipe on the side of the box. <laughs> Al says, I think uh that guy they took to scout out Negan will double cross him. Me too. Abs- I think a hundred percent Al Red Sox fan. I am you so- think what? The guy that they we we were talking about that a few moments ago too. The guy that they brought with them to scout out Negan's facility is going to totally fuck them over. He's already he's oh, already yeah. drinking the Negan Kool Aid. You just killed my friend that I went to go rescue my other friend with, and now you want to go rescue my other friend. And what makes you think that when we do rescue my other friend, we're not going to turn around and try to kill you for killing his brother? <laughs> Like, we had the deal worked out. The deal was we kill that fucking prick up there who lives in that house like he's fucking king. Colonel like Sanders. Like Colonel Sanders. Like, it's a fucking castle with the uh, with the plebes out front working the blacksmith and tending farm and growing crops behind the well, wall. He's it's sitting so it. fucking futile. It's, it's ridiculous. He's all like, like, I never thought that painting would be mine. He looks like the, the Baron. He's looking like the Baron in, uh, in uh, what do you call right, it? Exactly. In, into the Badlands. And, He's like, ha, ha, Sonny, I'm going to get you. <laughs> That's basically what he's like. Colonel Sanders sitting there. The, when he sh- first got on screen, I, I, I recognize that actor from something. I couldn't quite place it, but I definitely recognize it. Oh, he's been in a lot of shit. He's been in a, a, a lot of shit. I wouldn't be surprised if they got opium growing in those trailers, not people <laughs> living in them. <laughs> They're eating people. It's, it's the, the people grinder going on in there. That's their supply line. That's how they right. no, the it's definitely sketchy shit, Rick. I do not understand why Rick didn't let that motherfucker get killed. You let him get stabbed to death, and then you stop that guy. Then you find out what's going on. You put in, like, you don't have any idea what the fuck is going on. 
So let's. I mean, yeah, you heard the name Negan. Negan's got a message for you. Stab, stab, stab. But like, so our was that it? Was that what the message was? Was there something? No, I think the I think the (laughs) message. Excuse me. Did you did he did he get a gift or anything? Is there anything else with that message? (laughs) No card. No card. Well, his brother was Ethan and well, uh, then sucked and got shanked. Richie Ace says Gregory had signs of being senile. Corey says all, uh, all twisting his pencil mustache. Yeah, about that guy. Right. Oh my goodness, that dude. You have such little faith in Rick's Joe. Apulio says, "Come on, have faith in our boy Rick to make the right decisions." Ben says, uh, "The plot that didn't work so well this week was Abraham. I've never cared about the relationship plots in the show, and that isn't going to change yeah, anytime yeah. soon. I could care less who Abraham wants to end up with or who will ultimately have to end up with. So I hope too much time wasn't wasted with this when far more interesting things are going on. Super Mellow Yellow 420. Welcome, Anna. Yeah, well, here's the thing: unless they unless they do something kind of good with his character and make him break up with with." Tara before he goes and puts the moves on Sasha again then I'll be cool with this whole uh, I'm just story episode but otherwise just let him go fuck Sasha or or uh otherwise this like yeah that took place off camera at some point they're plus, no longer together plus that scares me simply because he's coming to grips with knowing he wants to raise a family that just makes me think he's he's gonna die soon too on this fucking show when someone acts that, that way i know i don't want to hear that shit. i'm sorry I'll, sh- I'll shut my fucking i'll shut my whore mouth now shut your phil, yeah, shut, shut your whore, <laughs> shut your whore mouth phil. Shut it for you. <laughs> so let's jump back in the chat uh anna says hate to say this but sonograms equals see you later glenn <laughs> and critch says yup <laughs> yup that's no. yup that's red shirt <laughs> that's red shirt delivery great I, point. I mean, they already teased his death twice this season in the exact same manner trapped against a wall of fucking zombies <laughs> they're really gonna kill him they're really gonna do that Corey says negan is a man of few words stabby mcstabby stab i guess negan is a rogue <laughs> someone said uh someone's talking about it I, I scrolled past it but someone was saying negan's uh obviously uh was was uh, reading the art of war to uh think about think what your opponents are thinking glenn and his baby will die or just glenn says question mark abraham dead man walking shut your cunt mouth says says bill about me shut your cunt mouth bill okay i'm sorry don't eat all my chickens <laughs> welcome sm says they killed glenn fuck this show i don't want to watch anymore glenn dead man walking sam says or uh, i had a question sam says call uh, can all zombies walk or if a baby becomes a zombie would they just be a crawler i, I would think it would just be a crawler would be my guess and now they're crawler humans too right don't have legs no more don't have legs anymore like so i would drag themselves across the ground so i would guess if so but that's maybe then this it depends oh that's a good question that's a good red question. shirt delivery red shirt <laughs> delivery i like that <laughs> Corey says every episode Abraham should just wake up in bed with a different person. I'm guessing crawler, but it could go either way because you could say that once it turns into a zombie, it can use all the strength in the body. So as long as the weight and the legs could support the body of the baby, they the baby could use the legs. So it could be a walker, but my instinct would be to go to crawl. But it is a good. It is actually a good question. <laughs> Denise uh, Santobius says, Let's find out. Bring me Judith. <laughs> bring, bring Judith to Joe. <laughs> He'll figure this out. <laughs> keep that. So Someone keep that, that baby. One of the things we found out from the uh, from the governor's scientist guy who's been studying 
Uh, be, someone keep those babies away from Joe. I just want to hear someone's voice. Keep those babies away from Joe. <laughs> so Denise gives Daryl some cake to tr- for try to get her soda last week. Homemade oat cake. It's good. He doesn't want to eat it. He goes, he'll get something on the road. And she goes, yeah, you'll get rabies. And Daryl says, uh, <laughs> it's a funny line. It's a funny line. And he, he takes it and says, I hope it tastes better than it looks because it looks like shit. So then we get Carl and Rick talking about. Yeah, but it, it's better than it'll it'll taste better than roadkill. She says back to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she kind of like stutters over some words and is like, bye, and walks off. Someone says, no, baby, Judah, she was so cute in this episode. She was super cute in this episode. I guess Denise has seen Newhart. This is my, this is Daryl, my brother Daryl, and my other brother. Hi, my name is Larry. This is my brother Daryl, my other brother Daryl. Um, so, thank you, Corey. I appreciate that. Uh, and uh, they say they have a baby zombie on Z Nation, a nasty green baby zombie. Yep. They've had two baby zombies now on uh, Z Nation, mm. and one that's going to be eventually like she's actually grown quite quickly. Ooh, yeah. Okay, you know who else is grown right quickly? Carl's Carl and his his admiration of his dad, because Rick's telling him about what happened with Michonne. Yo, yo, Carl, man, I swear to God, man, this shit just happened last dad, night. It just happened. Dad, man. get some. Found it. Dad, it. <laughs> dad, get some. Yeah, dad. D- d- he totally turns into Barney Stinson for a second. Get, get this fist needs pounding, dad, right now. <laughs> no, his face lights up. Uh, Carl's like, oh, really dude, man, I'm so cool with this shit, yo. <laughs> yeah, he, he gets very, he gets very happy about it. He, he, he starts to glow in the moment. moment. Yeah, but he then, likes the fact that but, together now. But then Carl immediately kind of starts to sink into a little bit of a depression where he goes, "Yeah, I'll st- I'm not coming with you guys. I'm going to stay here." When we meet new people, they don't want to see some deformed. I think he says some kid with a deformed, no, messed up face. And Rick says, uh, "Well, okay, I'm going to leave the kid." Oh, I wanted to say Rick also mentioned that he was going to leave the kid with, uh, with. Gabriel. With, with yeah, with Father Gabriel again. And so. his, my thing is, why isn't at least Rick or Carl, or now I guess Michonne, why isn't one of them with Judith at all times? Mm, I at think, the very least, like Judith isn't cut off from a family member. Mm, fair enough. I think I think Rick considers everybody in the group family members, and obviously now it's starting to extend to Gabe to Father Gabriel. That, okay. that Gabriel's proved himself enough and that everybody in Alexander is ultimately family, especially in his core group. So I'll buy that for a dollar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I was shoveling a little bit, but I kind of mean it to a certain extent because I'd it's, buy that. I buy that for a dollar. <laughs> KLC, uh, like, dude, support your son. Rick didn't even say anything to that. No, he didn't. Rick was just Rick didn't go. Carl, you're all right, dude. No big deal. Everyone's lost something in this world. You look fine. No, you know. It seemed like a Ragnar moment. Like, all right, Bjorn, go off. Yeah, go off. Be alone. Go, Feel bad what about you yourself. Do. I don't give a shit. And uh, Rick, Rick learning his parenting tips from Laurie. So he just doesn't. He doesn't know how to do anything else but be, but sort of just be like, whatever, kid. You figure it out yourself. So Abraham says, let's chew up some asphalt and the crew's on the road. We get some shots of the leaves in Abraham's eyes as he looks at Maggie's belly. And he goes to Glenn. He goes, I have a question. And we talked about this earlier. <laughs> now, when you were pouring your Bisquick, were you trying to make pancakes? <laughs> the look on Glenn's face is just hilarious. Excuse me? Excuse me? Uh, yeah. 
we talked about it. Yeah, it was a plan. Kind of planned for it. It was a plan. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, um, I, Me personally, listen, Abraham, I didn't ask you personally. I don't want to know about your Bisquick and where you're pouring it. Please. <laughs> I think I missed I think I missed this just because I was taking notes and laughing my ass off. Was Maggie awake when he asked him that question? No, she was she's a sound she's, asleep. She's sound asleep. Okay. Because I would have like loved... he's watching that both of them kind of, like she's sleeping on Glenn's shoulder or like <laughs> next to Glenn, they're kind of cuddly. <laughs> but to Corey says, Gabriel, I believe in you now. You graduated to Tyrese's old role of babysitter because you were on the wire. And he, it's it's whatever <laughs> actors on the wire become become babysitters for Judith is what it comes down to. Note to self, if Abraham asks me if he can ask me a question, just say no. Yep. No, I, I was I was holding out hope that Omar would end up showing up. But he's too big for you. Omar, Omar's coming, Joe. Super uh Anna says, should have Carol been with the baby or is she actually away from the community? I don't think they let her around kids anymore. They're after what happened with Sam and Sam, that that was the last straw. But I, I think Carol right now is dealing with Morgan. And Carol and Morgan are somewhere dealing with their shit. We might find out in an episode that they left town to go have some epic final battle or something out in the No, nah, they're going to get together. Carol and Morgan? Interesting. Carol and Morgan. Interesting. He gets together with Michonne in the comics, I believe. In that episode, when he, when he shows up back in Alexandria, I believe right in that first uh, point in the comics, he ends up hooking up with Michonne. So, it, so there is a precedent for Morgan hooking up with some of our members. So, it would be and, very cool. Isn't that where uh, Tyrese dies? That like how soon after? Uh, Tyrese wait, wait, let's dies not and... let's not let's not get down that rabbit hole. I'm uh, sorry for even bringing it up. Uh, Corey says I would love to see a conversation between Abe and Merle. Oh, that would have been fucking hilarious. That would have been a amazing. Uh, Al says Negan is like a Viking with the brilliant use of fear and intimidation. Seems so. He's he basically. He was able to intimidate them, even if he ends up being what Daryl said, a lot of talk and a lot of bullshit. He was able to use bullshit to completely get anything he wants, get half hilltop shit. I that mean, wasn't really bullshit, though. You I know, I'm, I'm just saying if it was bullshit. Like, I'm saying if we're to buy what Daryl says. I don't, I'm on your side, Joe. I don't think he's full of shit at all because he killed somebody. But Daryl's like, yeah, anyone can kill somebody. He's full of shit. He, he's a bunch of pussies. He's not as tough as you think he is. He's just a lot of talk and a lot of posturing is kind of the point Daryl tries to make. I killed fucking bunch of his men. Easy. That's where they should have been like, oh, we can just kill one of you and we can get the other half of your shit every month. <laughs> 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 Deal. <laughs> More. Uh, Bill says Morgan didn't look very happy to hear Rick's plan in the next episode. Cal and Morgan become the Walking Dead, fi Walking Dead Firestorm. That'd be great. They just combine and they become Firestorm. Uh, if Morgan screws the deal by warning Negan, then it's knife to the back of the head time. Should have been knife to the back of the head of him a long time ago. Corey Mitchell says that's because Morgan is a vegan, and when Rick said we're gonna kill vegan, Morgan wasn't happy about it. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. If Morgan does some shit like that, then definitely kill him. Omni Blaze, welcome. Didn't expect to see Hilltop so soon. Me neither. I was actually surprised. I would say I was even to the surprise to the point that they put the name Hilltop in the pre in the description, in the synopsis for next week. It's Jesus brings Rick and the group to Hilltop to talk about Negan and the Saviors. That's basically the description for this week's episode of The Walking Dead. So they basically That's literally... Awesome. Gave up, they gave the whole up, episode. Yeah, they, they, well, everybody knew it was coming. <laughs> mm -hmm. They've been teasing Negan now for like a season and a half. And in fairness, 
as much as they like to stray and they use and they do stray in their own ways, this last little stretch has been a little bit more loyal to the comics and to things that are coming. So even if it's not the exact same thing, they're they always change little things like changing Jesus's last name. The Jesus in the TV show has a different last name than the Jesus in the comic. It's like little weird things like that. Why, that, why do you have to do that? Like, I don't, the, I don't understand. I, I think the rationale might be because his last name is Monroe in the comics and in the comics, you don't have, uh, what's her name? Uh, the, the, what we had the Walker of her Spencer's mom that their last name is, uh, Deanna. I think Deanna's last name might be Monroe too, so they didn't want to get confusion to make it seem like they could be related, so they changed it for the show. But were they were they were they the same in the book? No, in the in the book in the comic, it was a dude. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. Right, but was his was his name Monroe? I don't think so. I so then, why not keep the names at least the same? I don't like know. that's I don't understand I don't know, changing Joe. the names. It's such know. a little thing that makes no sense to me. I don't know. Like, are they, are they trying to like give a nod to someone <laughs> on the crew? Or something like that. Like, oh, we'll give him the same last name as, like, the best boy because he did such a great job on Grip. Yeah. Well, uh, and uh, Joe, I can't, I can't, dis- I can't disagree with you, but I don't want to, I don't want to get down that, get down. It just, it just seems weird. I was wondering if you would had had actually had an explanation. No, as to I'm no explanation. My only rationale is they changed it because she, because Deanna had the same last name, and then they were like, oh, we can't have Jesus have the same last name as Deanna too, because so people would think Deanna. they're related. Jesus's fucking name, <laughs> like that. And then that becomes the question. Like, okay, fine. They changed it because they gave his name to someone else. Why did they? A, a completely like added, like a changed character. Like I, argh. butterflies, There's Joe. As 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 George often says, butterflies, Joe. Just crushing some butterflies. And someone asked if I thought Negan would be in this season. Uh, yes, Negan. It's pretty. I think it's already been confirmed that he will. He'll show up in like the last, last or second or last shit. episode. There, there will be. It, it was Paul Monroe in the comments. It's like in the comics in, in the show. It's Paul Molislala. It's it begins with it ends with an A or something. Uh, and in his and his name is Jesus Monroe, but they were not related. Game of Thrones changes names like that too, and it's frustrating, says Bill. Yeah, Game of Thrones does those things too. It, there's no need. We can't we can't have an Asha and an Osha, so we need to change names just because we need to change it because we don't want to confuse people, even though they're two different names. Whatever. Yeah, the whites, the others combined, and whatever. Okay, so so anyways, why uh, Glenn's like what? And Abe says, "I'm floored. Why would you want to do that into this world?" Glenn says, to "Try to. We're trying to build something. All of us are trying to build something." And Abraham says, "If I see rain coming, I wear galoshes." <laughs> two of them. Two, two of them. Galoshes. Two of them. It's fucking. Glenn doesn't know what to say to that. He's just like, ah. Uh, and thank you, Timo. It's Paul. It's Paul Rovia on the show instead of Monroe for whatever reason. Paul Rovia, Jesus Rovia. <laughs> so, uh, so, anyways, we get uh, Rick and Michonne holding some hands, and it's smiley. And the way Rick looks at her, I, I can't lie. I don't mind Rick getting so. I, I think when Rick's happy or when he give, tries to do the Rick smile, it comes off kind of creepy sometimes. And he gives her this sort of creepy smile. <laughs> this weird sort of look. It's just I wrote in capital letters, creepy. It was just creepy to me for whatever reason. Uh, so Family road trip. Yep. And Daryl asks what's going on as they see on the side of the road a car has crashed and some walkers are dining. Jesus says, that's one of my cars. And stop, I got to get out. People. That's my people. That's, that's Jesus' people. And it's kind of a shit show. And our group's been burned too many times in situations 
not exactly like this, but somewhat similar. So Rick just pulls the motherfucking gun on him and goes, this is a trick. It's not going to end yeah, well. It, it'd be kind of strange. Like, really? Like, they got this car. They're like, okay, Jesus should be back anytime now. Light the car up now. <laughs> you know, like... is and Daryl says it later or right after around this time. It, how do we know that it's just not another firecrackers in that room in there? You're just you fucking don't. with us again. You don't. So all of us will go in the building and we'll leave the pregnant chick out here with the Jesus ninja. <laughs> Bill says Michonne saved everyone at Hilltop because if Rick still had the blue balls during that fight, Rick would have just killed every single one of those people. Yep. Rick is such so happy right now. Sam says, I'm obsessed with the show, so I can't keep the characters' names straight with 90% of them. I think they're talking about Game of Thrones with changes of the Game of Thrones characters and stuff. So uh, so Rick pulls the gun and says, and says, if this is a trick, it's not going to end well for you. Jesus says, my people are in trouble. We don't have fighters. Daryl says, kind of follows some tracks, and he says they went this way, but how do we know that there's not firecrackers in the trash? Jesus says, we don't. Rick and Daryl and Glenn and Abraham go off and to kind of save the people that are stuck in this building. Yeah. Oh, we know. Ha, ha. And and Maggie must, stays with Jesus. They must be in this building. They How must. do you know they're in that building? And, and I mean, they leave Maggie with Jesus, who's shown that he can get out of anything, but Rick uh, handcuffs him, and Maggie kind of has him on, on a gunshot. And Rick says, if I whistle, shoot him. And Maggie's like, yeah, I'll, I'll shoot him. Yeah, uh, she she would too. She put him down, no problem. In a second. So we're back into the shadows. Really good shot through a glass window that we see some shadows walking by. We hear a walker scream, and we see Daryl and the team kind of head in. We just, I think this is set up for what we get later with Rick with the team selling off their services. We just see how tight of a little mercenary group we have and just how they take corners, how they just are just bam. And they just go and they kick some ass and they kill some people. After you, after you clear out the town, after that night, after that night, are you ever worried about a fucking Walker again or clearing out a building or going into one on your own? What do you mean? Like, why would you ever like, you just killed, 10,000 fucking zombies. Oh, yeah, yeah. You would, I know what you're saying now. Yeah, you with what you just did in the town, you, you'd never be afraid of anything again. You would totally be... It would be all balls to the walls. You wouldn't give a shit anymore. Right, you know? Like, oh, look, there's... Really, you ran from 10... You ran... You ran from 10... Every time the digits get double, you run, Jesus. And in fairness, too, someone said in the chat a second ago, and you're absolutely right. How about Jesus goes on about how they don't have fighters, and, but Jesus is a pretty fucking good ninja fighter. Why doesn't he, uh, yeah, what, what, does he train? And we see that other guy with the bow staff at one point later, too. He's got like it's a, a spear. It's a spear. He's got a spear, isn't it? Yeah, the spear, staff, whatever it was. And he looks like he's a pretty much badass, too. I, I'm, And the guy on the roof that, that tackled, that was able to wrestle Rick down and and out-wrestle Rick. And basically, if Michonne didn't distract, Rick couldn't have stabbed him in the throat. So no, I, that was the guy that stabbed. What's his name? Yeah, but that, that guy, too, is pretty tough, too. So you got an, yeah. he's another member of their group. And then the guy that they're going with to... It seems like they do have a few fighters anyway, more than Alexandria had right. before Rick Just showed up. Bullets. Yeah, definitely more than that. And, and if this Negan is so, so, like, why haven't they sent Jesus in to go take care of him? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Holy. He snuck all the way around Alexandria, got all this reconnaissance. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Jesus could have taken care of the Negan problem on his own, no doubt. 
Oh my goodness. Balls to the wall. Yeah, balls to the wall. It, but, laugh my ass. In the last episode, Jesus says there were 12 walkers seven minutes away from us. <laughs> He's just, yeah, and that guy almost, yeah, and there was that guy that almost choked Abraham out too. So, okay, so so they go in. Uh, it's a big blah, blah, blah. We go over to Abraham who grabs a dude by the neck and has to stop himself from choking his ass out. So we go back out to the trailer and we see... Uh, well, he thinks it's a walker. It's not. It's yeah. one of the survivors in this building. It's one of the and survivors. They gather up like five or six of them. They're yeah. all scattered in different rooms, hiding in the corner behind chairs and shit, unable to fight the walkers on their own because two and a half years in, they still haven't figured out that everything that the audience and now Alexandria has figured out that these walkers are not scary or a threat almost at all. As usual, the chat is going crazy. I love unless they sneak up on chat. you in the woods. Sorry. Oh no, it's okay. I'm just I'm just watching the chat. I got lost in the chat for a while. You guys are fucking awesome, cracking me up right now. As always, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us every week to talk about The Walking Dead. We really do appreciate it. So we oh, go back. Yeah. We go back to the trailer and we see Glenn looking awkward as we meet Harlan. Who again? I see Harlan. He introduces himself, and all I do is just see. You know how in Bugs Bunny cartoons when you. See see Bugs Bunny looking at somebody and and suddenly he sees a uh, sucker su dun, 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 dun. whenever I meet a doctor in The Walking Dead especially a doctor that's this important you just he just looks like he's dead man walking right now to me Harlan who has pills uh, Maggie's like this is my husband Glenn uh, you have meds and he goes yeah I'm a doctor and and they kind of joke around do you have any prenatal vitamins in there and he smiles well good for you I used to be an obstetrician before everything happened and I think you guys just hit the jackpot which to me again yeah. what and a gynecologist want me to take a look <laughs> Glenn doesn't look too happy about him checking her out but but, <laughs> right. but, but ultimately it's kind of sketchy it's kind of sketchy dude I'm, yeah you want me to check that out we, we okay. can, hi we have an we somehow have you. an ultrasound machine hanging out and hanging out in the uh i mean i guess they got that from fema because we did get the mention later in the episode yeah. that that these came from a fema camp so they got some of the bigger medical supplies that they have and in, in a in a camp but you see a doctor you meet a doctor that's an obstetrician when maggie's pregnant uh this guy's not lasting this guy's not surviving a couple of episodes this guy's dead right. this guy's dead man walking to me it's yeah, your he's, not, he's not making it to delivery doctor Corey says his name is dr dead fuck next show <laughs> doctor yeah doctor dr redshirt yeah dr redshirt paging dr redshirt uh dr redshirt paging dr redshirt <laughs> dr redshirt please come to maggie's vagina at once please holy shit glenn is worried about the package from amazon red shirt enclosed chris <laughs> sorry oh my gosh seems like a tv moment you happen to meet an obstetrician yeah okay wait they got some shit from fema that works antovia major i know right <laughs> oh my goodness you guys in the chat as it delivers you guys in the chat are as usual killing it let's get our buddy sm in on the chat for a second what's going on buddy not much i was just thinking about the uh it's if Maggie has a stillborn baby, isn't that the safest walker you can actually have, considering the baby's teeth doesn't grow in, like, until <laughs> oh later? God. Like, a baby isn't born with actual teeth already, so it can't actually bite anyone? Ooh, you're, you're... Yeah, but, do, like, but then it's not going to be really, like, delivered right either, right? No? Mm. Some babies are... Now, some babies are born with hair. Could some babies be born with teeth? 
I don't. I don't know. I. I. I must say that's above my pay grade of knowing of knowing anything about. We need a. We need an obstetrician correspondent for the show. <laughs> that's what I'm we sure need. There just happens to be one in chat. Uh, yeah, or watching this video at some point in the weeks. Please, please, if you're an obstetrician or have worked with an obstetrician and you have some speculation on on a dead baby or a stillborn baby in the zombie apocalypse and what will happen, I'm. I'm actually. And as sick as this sounds, I'm very curious. Glenn and baby pancake. Oh my goodness. Holy shit. My uh, Stephanie, st there's nothing that makes Stephanie laugh more than farts and dead baby jokes. She, she, so she so this it. is going to give Glenn his big idea for a name. He's going to go to Maggie and say, I, I think we should name oh. her Jemima. Oh my goodness. Oh, because of, uh, of what Abraham said <laughs> for mixing his pancake mix. Abraham. No, he comes up to Abraham. Abraham. I'm gonna name the baby after you. I'm gonna. Jemima. I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call him Golden Golden Pancake. Or I'm gonna call Flap, him Flapjack or Jemima. Yeah, I'm gonna call him Flapjack. <laughs> Jack, yeah. Just Jack. Bill says I'm an OB OBGYN. Ladies, feel free to send me pictures for inspections. <laughs> for you, yeah. yeah, Bill will check you out. I, I think that's also a, an SVU episode. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, and I think I, I think I trust Bill. I, I, I think Bill's a very trustworthy guy. Yeah, I, I met him in the chat on, yeah, uh, yeah. on Phil's recap yeah, and yeah. review, so he's going to do my uh, OBGYN exams for now. He's he's in the friends of Phil. He's 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 good. We vetted him. He's he's per. He, we know we know Bill's a doctor. Uh, uh, wait, wait, one second, Joe. Uh, Phil's recap and review is not responsible for anything that happens according to for any people that meet <laughs> in the chat. So, uh, so now that I've said that, yeah, yeah, of course, Bill's great. So, yeah, and if you if you believe if you believe that, I got a bridge to sell you. <laughs> so, uh, giggity Kex Maniac says giggity go, giggity go. Oh my goodness! And someone says yes, babies can be born with teeth. Says Big Sexy. Grim video: Baby fingernails are like razor blades. Yeah, uh, and it will I keep. I think claw its way out. And someone says it will keep kicking and squirming, but in the end it will rot and make her body toxic, and then death and double zombie time. Yeah. <laughs> Santovia Major says, Bill, I totally trust you. Of course, yeah. Pictures are in the mail. Santovia loaded up her pictures, sent, sent it away to Bill. See? Everyone does it. And we've got Sam as uh, Sam is a is a future lawyer of America. So we're we're covered. We're covered in the chat right now. We've got all of our we've got all of our great friends. Oh my god goodness guys and gals you guys make this so much more fun I appreciate appreciate it so much you guys joining us as I always say and cannot say enough okay so we meet Freddy in the chat who talks to Jesus and he has a hurt leg when he thought Abraham was going to kill him he thought of his wife and and we also get we get Abraham having sort of a really emotional time of it as the trailer starts to get stuck in the mud, and obviously Rick, this is Stephanie, really got pissed off at this. Rick part. is fucking blind. Blind. Rick, blind. Rick is blind, and Rick also maybe my cousin. May, we know zombie movies don't exist in this world, but my cousin Vinny must not exist in this world because we learned that when you're in Mississippi and you get stuck in the mud, if you in if you push on the gas, you just get more just stuck. Worse. Yep. J just gets worse. And we. And like, come on, you know, like if you see a puddle, you do everything in your ability to avoid the puddle because you, you don't know how deep it is. You're in a fucking fully loaded RV on a dirt road. You avoid the goddamn fucking puddle to your best view. So he falls in the puddle and he's like, oh, no, we're stuck. And he's trying to get out. And all you have to do is look up to see the big fucking fence and the big 
house behind it. <laughs> they show it to us on the way out at the end of the episode, like that you can see it all from the fucking mud spot. They're ridiculous. <laughs> Like Rick doesn't know they're there. What could this be in front of us? Yeah, this and fortress. Rick needs God. to study his Mona Lisa Vito. Is really what he needs to study. Mona yeah. Lisa Vito testified in the important case of the Karate Kid versus the state of Mississippi or whatever it was. And the Karate Kid got off because you get stuck in the mud in Mississippi. So what the fuck? Rick, watch because my cousin. Different Vinny. levels of tickness. Yes. Uh, sunny day. What up, my people? Joe, how are you, my favorite motherfucker? Phil, my brother, my motherfucker, the motherfucking chat. Word up, my people. Katie hey. Crew, the hottest bird around. Where the fuck is she? She's not feeling well this evening. She took the uh, evening. She's flying a mission onto uh, onto. Uh, I think she's off to the Iron Islands tonight to deliver a message to uh, somebody. But. Yep. But awesome. Love you. <laughs> Maggie's got those awesome hips. Oh, my God, Maggie. Golly. Golly, Maggie was looking, again, amazing tonight. I am, um, I can't, when we come down to the, well, we've been through this before. I don't have to go on and sweat about Maggie some more again. But everybody in the chat, thank you so much. Wow, my cousin Vinny and Karate Kid. I've only been here 60 seconds. What's going on? <laughs> Shit. What kind of show? What kind of show is this? Dude, the Karate Kid, dude, I'll say it again. I really think, he, what a, like, he, I'm on Barney's, I'm on Team Barney and Team Blondie there. So you think the, for, the you think the Karate Kid's really a story about, uh, about a young Karate Kid guy that, uh, that ended up getting fucked up by a kid from New Jersey? No, it's, it's all, about, it's about, it's about a, a jerk bully who moves from fucking New York out to California, starts macking on some kid's girlfriend who then like picks a fight with him at Halloween, who picks a fight with him a couple different times. Like <laughs> Sunny- he's a complete asshole and a complete jerk to that kid. Like you gotta, I, I've told you, you gotta find that video on YouTube. It's great. It explains it all. It's all there for you. Sunny day. It's to- not too far of a stretch. It really isn't. We love you, Sunny day. And all of that we've been able to grow so far is thanks to all you guys in the motherfucking chat. And as I mentioned, anybody that can share us or promote us, we cannot say thanks enough. And we do hope to build and grow and keep going uh, especially during the game of thrones season and uh, thank you so much for the support and we really appreciate it yell from the hills let's get everybody in here to join the motherfucking chat so thank you so much so uh i dreamed about the motherfucking chat room i love you guys awesome sunny day Santovia, tiffany you know abe is a dick you can't be surprised Tima says well build your guy your opinions man i have to look into certain things trev chan is a tool oh yes i didn't say that out loud but yes um go watch the karate kid <laughs> he, just again. Gets, he just starts reading and he gets lost He's, yes, yes, no, i'm like, just reading I, just I, someone wrote so that fast. in the comments uh, uh trev chan is a tool i'm sorry yes the karate kid daniel sun was an idiot says tim uh sm down says go watch the karate kid again joe that ki- that kid that uh, moves isn't the bully. Oh my God, Corey, there's so more remixes. Yeah, he, he really is. And the Karate Kid moved to Hilltop and changed his name to Jesus. <laughs> oh gosh, thank you so much, guys in the chat. You you guys and girls in the chat make me make me smile so much, and I appreciate all the support. I appreciate everything you're saying in the chat right now, Sunny Day, and uh, me too. All I can say is I agree. Me too. <laughs> so here we go. So. Uh, so the so yes, my cousin Vinny, blah 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 blah. Okay, so then we come back and we're approaching the gate. Some dudes from the tower dis, demand that they disarm, and uh, Freddie's butt hurt. That Daryl's telling him to go fuck himself, and uh, Garland, the doctor's like, they're good guys. They helped us out. Let's let, let's let them in with guns, cause that's smart. 
No, I'm a, I'm gonna pull a Joe here. No, these fucking idiots. I don't care if Jesus says these people are okay. You don't let them come in with their guns. I don't know. I I just I'm a little especially when you've been fucked by Negan already. You're gonna. Tr right. This is why Negan picks you guys as fucking easy targets because you're letting you're letting people in with, guns. Letting people in with guns. And I know, yeah, Jesus did the whole outside of cut his hand and goes, I, I vouch for the mother of dragons here. I'm taking her in, in with me. I mean, he does the whole car, 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 or whatever fucking car thing yeah. with her. But like, so don't you get it? Don't you see what just happened here? Jesus has spoken and like Red Sea will now part. <laughs> Oh, wait, is that who did it? Something like that. No. Let my people go. <laughs> <laughs> when Cameron was in Jesus' land, let my Jesus go. That was wrong in so many levels. So here we go. So Garland's like, these guys are good. Jesus says, I'm vouching for you. Don't you know what that means? I'm Donnie. Bra I'm Donnie Brasco. <laughs> Listen, Donnie Brasco. I'm vouching for you. Don't you know what that means? So, uh, holy crap. So, uh, Jesus is vouching for them, Hilltop. And Hilltop looks ranchy. We, we open up, we see a huge, big plantation with a, with a mansion, or which we find out it's actually a museum. Lots of crops. We see chickens. We see cooks. We see uh, someone, a welder. Was it a, a blacksmith? A blacksmith. Yeah, no, more blacksmith. spears. They make a point like to put the spears down, and then we see the welder, or the blacksmith, rather, making more spears. <laughs> Or sharpening or whatever the fuck he's doing. But it's like, it looks very, it looks very much, they did a good job setting it up like a modern castle with the wall around it and the huts that are, that are like taking care of like the town's duties and shit. And this guy sitting up in his castle, like a feudal Lord, it was, it really reeked of that to me. And then of course, when he came out and he started preaching about how this, you know, painting on the wall is mine and all that shit, it just sealed the deal that this guy thinks he's a king and all these people outside are his fucking peasants and shit. It really reeked of the governor to me. Like, and that's why, like, um, Rick, I don't understand why you would put up with, like, you've already dealt with the governor. Like, this is not taught, like, the attitude you get coming off at Maggie like that. Like, no. Tim said. You let him die. You let him fucking die. Someone said they're hippies over there. Yep, they're fucking hippies up there. I, we did, and we did, just for the record, just for the record, we did get mention of uh, Dickhead said to, uh, said to uh, Maggie at one point. Are you growing hemp? So they're growing weed. The, the hemp is being grown. He makes he, the, the hemp got mentioned in the episode. So yes, Hilltop are a bunch of stoners too. Probably. Ooh, Maggie says that to him, or no, he says he, that. She goes, "We're starting to grow crops," and he goes, "Well, you're growing this. Are you growing that? We grow this. We grow that." Oh no, yeah, yeah no. And Maggie he, says, "You know, we're growing tomatoes and cucumbers and shit like and he's garden like, food, and right?" He's like, and he wants to know you, if they're yeah. actually growing crops: sorghum, right. hemp, hemp, corn, the stuff things that, that are actually useful. Right. Which I assume are the things that he's growing too. And so I take that as verification that Hilltop's a bunch of stoners that they're growing. They're, they're, they're growing poppies. They're growing poppies. Yeah, they're, they're growing shit. <laughs> so, so I, we're gonna need we're gonna need pain meds. Come on. Yeah, we're we're gonna need a bigger boat, Joe. We're gonna need a bigger. We're gonna, we're gonna need, need a, a bigger boat. We're gonna need a bigger bong, Joe. We're gonna need. They're gonna need a bigger bong now that Daryl's come come into play. So, so it does look really huge. Looks really whatever. The the uh, the doctor kind of separates, and I I wrote at this part. It almost feels like the beginning of a video game when you come to town in a role playing game where your characters Maggie and Glenn walk in, and the doctor splits off. I'm going to go check 
check on doctorly stuff right now. You take a look at the rest of the town. <laughs> it was exactly like an like an old cheesy art, and the little bubble comes yeah, up. Yeah. Doo, 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 and doo, like doo. you walk by the huts and you see like garden hut. Garden hut. Yes. This is where upgrade your upgrade your weapon here. You know. <laughs> That's exactly what it was, Phil. The wall around the little castle. You walk in. The group the group arrives. All right. Now let's go interview everybody. Find out what's going on here. See see what our next mission is oh let's go kill negan <laughs> bill I, i'll say hi garden you can't you can't go wrong with the word high in your name i agree with you high garden grows the best weed in the in the area oh man that's so fucking funny Phil. <laughs> i have my moments joe it's exactly it's exactly like that they even picked up a mission they went and talked to the guy with the little with the little yellow exclamation point above his head. They got their mission. They did. Yeah, Negan. they're gonna go kill Negan. That's their mission. They'll be re rewarded with experience points and half the goods. You oh. Fucking nerd, dude. <laughs> Sorry, dude. That's all I could think about. I just wrote it. I wrote big, big letters in my notes. Role playing game section of the thing. It was Bill. It's so complete with that. So, so anyways. Final Fantasy Tim. Holy shit. Oh my god. So they, the separate. The doctor says, "Yes, come. I will be over there if you need medical assistance." So <laughs> Abraham's walking around like, "The fuck is this place?" So Jesus just kind of gives us the backstory. Back, back. This is a. This got set up from a FEMA camp. Obviously, the huts or the tents that they have came from the. Oh, oh I almost just caught my beer. Whoa, that was some good catching. Uh, so obviously, that comes from FEMA camp. We built the wall. This is Barrington House. It's a mansion. It was a living history museum. Kids came here from field trips. Or Rick asks, how do people know to come here? He goes, well, this was a museum. Kids came on field trips. It was one of those places that was sort of existed out of time. So 50 everyone, schools a day would come here. So people just expected that it would still be here. I don't think that's an answer, but whatever. That was not an answer. That was such a bullshit answer. People came here to fucking, you know, why else, like. You hide somewhere. You, you find some place. You stay. Sunny Day asks Phil, "Would you do video game reviews, like retro reviews, like Final Fantasy III? I would absolutely love to do our uh, video game reviews and stuff. And we do have a gaming channel called Dirty Issues Gaming, where Joe does some streaming. I do some streaming too. But I would definitely like to do like video game review on this channel, where we talk about the story of one. Don't. Well, I, I try to also like as I'm review as I'm streaming the game. Like I'll stream any game I I first get. I play it first straight to the stream. So you're getting my first viewing, my first reaction and everything so like please, that. So it's pretty much a, a video game review for So if you well. haven't already, please subscribe to our gaming channel, Dirty Issues Gaming. Dirty Issues, one word, gaming on YouTube. We don't have a URL yet because we need to get to a certain amount of subscribers. So if you want to check that out, check that out. Let's jump. We have a quick phone call. Oh, shit. I spilled the there alcohol. There goes the beer. There. Dude, you should have moved it. I know. I did actually. You caught it once. It spilt in a good area, though, this time. What's going on, man? How's it going? Just let Lotus in. She'll clean it up. Hey, guys. It's me, KLP, here. And um, I don't know if you saw it, but I posted a uh, comment in the chat saying, what if the baby, or a baby's born after the zombie apocalypse, or I mean, the virus? And to uh, build off of that, like, that means one of our beloved babies would uh, have to get killed off. I think that'll be an interesting dynamic show. And I would also add sort of like an end game, you know, that way. Eventually, the day was beautiful. That would that would be an interesting end game to the series because there would be. So you're saying if all babies would end up getting killed off, so there's no further of the further of life. No, he's saying the no, babies no. that are born aren't born with the virus. Everybody on that's oh, alive right now I see what you're saying. Okay, the babies I babies are born without it. So 
when they die, they don't become zombies. Oh, oh that is all. That is actually really interesting, and that that way you get the end game of the situation. Like they're born with you, you have know, to re. They're born with an immunity to it, so to speak. They, yeah, yeah. They, they get the, the – oh, that's very interesting. That would be a cool way of finishing. And good, good call, buddy. And I, I think ultimately they said uh, – when asked about it several times, they have said that they do have an ending to it. So may, that's it. That, that's could, it. that could be an ending. <laughs> like two negatives make a positive. <laughs> let's, two positives make a positive. Let's jump back in the, for another call. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, but then that ends the show, and it and it also kills the idea for more sequels. And considering, like you know, AMC likes to make money, I don't think they want to do that. I hear you, but well, everything has to everything has to end at some point. Yeah, it doesn't it, end the show it until money. the zombies and are that's gone. When they end stuff. <laughs> good point. Good point. Good point. And uh, and uh, good point in the sense that when things become stop being profitable, what there, there's that funny line in a movie it or adds a storyline because it makes the it adds a, it adds to the storyline. It doesn't end the show because then you have ultimately the children become the absolute most important part of it. So more so than anything else, you have to make sure the kids survive. So it adds a different element to survival in the zombie apocalypse. Because right now, you know, hey, maybe I, you know, let the kid die to save like there's a there's a book. I don't know what it's I don't know where it's called. Someone might might ring a bell with somebody and someone could tell me the title of the book. But I read it when I was a kid in like junior high school. It was all about a disease that uh that everybody gets but unless you're under the age of around 12 or 13, you have an immunity to it and then you survive. So the world ends up being populated with kids. And it's, it's one of those books that you read in like junior high school or middle school or something like that. And uh, the main character is a girl living in this world and trying to protect her family. And like her brother's right on the cusp of the age. So he might end up dying. It's a, it's a, it's a very good book. It reminds me of that concept. Whereas a certain age, people have the, have the cutoff and the immunity to whatever the disease is. So uh, so let's jump back in the bear. Check out that. Check out guys. Phil, Joe, please check that out. Also, chat room, please watch and give feedback. Film theorists have uh, their take. Very interesting. Please check that out. Oh, the video, the uh, link. When this video goes up, Sunny Day, please uh, share that link in the actual comment section of the video itself as well. Uh, because that will be there, but it will be buried. In it'll be buried in the, in the chat. chat. So if you can leave it as a comment, too, that would be fucking awesome. So, uh, so let us, uh, the Sopranos ending was fucking depressing. Yes, it was one of the more depressing endings. So the beer, the beer has relatively been, been cleaned up. I'm like, just for the record of funniness. And if you're listening to the audio, I'm using like a napkin, a, a Kleenex this size from a 99 cent bottle bag of like, this is what I got for Valentine's This was my Valentine's day gift, <laughs> Kleenex. And that's what I'm using <laughs> to clean up the beer. I like that your girlfriend bought you the Kleenex for Valentine's. Did you yeah, cry on Valentine's Day? I did. Day? I was like, oh my God, such a great gift, <laughs> you motherfucker. <gasps> so, <laughs> and uh, uh, yes, and also posted in the Google Plus group. Yes, in the FOP, Friends of Phil. The, some of the best people in the world in the chat talking, a good place to stay connected. Google Plus group, you can find that in the description box below. I know that book, can't think of the name. It was a book I read like a thousand times as a kid. It was it was one of my favorite books I read around junior high school, but I couldn't remember what the, t what the uh, time is. F Timo says I should lick the beer off the floor. I almost want to squeeze out the napkin. I like that beer. I like the one that spilt. It was my favorite one so far of the uh, the craft beers I got. Is it, oh, yeah, I drove by there today. It was closed. Mm. 
Sunday. Great story. Great story. We got to go there and have some fun. Anyways, uh, promote. <laughs> okay, enough of that. Okay, so the Barrington House is a mansion. People thought it was a go forever. They go inside. They check out the mansion. Uh, Abraham gives his classic, great, uh, good, gracious, ingonation. Whatever. Could you say that, Joe? Could you properly say that? Gracious, ingonation. Gracious, ingonation. Phil's family, we're a cult, you know. <laughs> we're a fucking cult. And uh, I mean, as someone said it in the chat, I, I do look the part. Let's listen to the. <laughs> it's nothing like the Manson family. Make sure you keep your fifteen quarters in your pockets so you can, so you'll have your toll for the. Uh, for the ship. For the, the ship, ship for passing through, the, <laughs> passing through when we all uh, jump into the chasm together, like the rainbow, the brain, so you can get over the rainbow bridge. If anyone doesn't ship. know what I'm talking about, there was this cult in the late '90s, early 2000s that like, part of the cult thing was that they all had to keep a roll of quarters in their pockets so that when they all killed themselves, they had tolls for the uh, for the for the space thing or something for the space tobol tobol. Here's a uh, here's a quick call. How's Sopranos in? I never watched that show. I don't, I don't mind if you spoil it. Uh, did everybody die or something? Why was it depressing? Was it just that it was the last episode of something? Okay, good question. The Sopranos, I don't want to get too far down that route. The uh, Sopranos, the thing about the ending of The Sopranos was it didn't make a declarative statement either way. It kind of wrapped up a storyline, had a lot of other storylines hanging in the balance, and the actual end of the episode is left very vague of what actually happens. It basically, a lot of it basically goes up. like this. Let's watch let's watch my camera i'm not doing this because of technical difficulties it's like the characters are doing something it looks like something might happen then the camera suddenly goes and it's over that's, that's it. it that's it nothing else happens no actual conclusion to two of the bigger things leading up to that point in the series which was uh something to do with tony going dealing with a uh, with a court with a legal matter and then the end of the whole situation with a war he was having with somebody it none of that really gets super concluded it just kind of gets left open so there you go it's pretty fucked up it's pretty fucked up <laughs> i thought it was one of the weaker series endings but that's just my opinion um yeah, it was it was it was one of the. There's definitely no Breaking Bad fucking ending. That's no. for sure. No, in the, in which in quick question without so we can move on. One of our that I think we can both say that that was one of our favorite ways a series ever ended. I think break I think Breaking Bad, although not you know soup. There are some you know coincidental. Oh, you happen to I don't want to ruin Breaking Bad of how it all plays out, but I think that series shows how a series should end. Yes, that's one of the best examples of a tie off. Yep. No, no, no. I, Joe's saying Breaking Bad is a good thing. Uh, Bill, I'm with you. Just uh, to go, Bill, your take on what happens to Tony. I am all about that. In that the whole show is in his POV and that's why it cuts. I get the intellectual reason why David Chase chose to do that. I just don't think it carries through in execution. I think it do it doesn't work. It's it it's doesn't, especially for the whole the way the series the whole series was. It's a very poor ending and it's a very bad read of your audience. Yep, absolutely. Let's jump in the chat in the call for a second. Welcome, buddy. Leonardo DiCaprio finally won his fucking Oscar. He I know did. this has nothing to do about the show. No, nice that's all. Revenant for no, that's but no, dude. Thank you. As you as you know here, we uh, we talk. We're, this is a Walking Dead cast, but this is basically our Sunday cast. You're our Sunday family. We're talking about the Walking Dead, but don't, never feel like you can't bring other shit. I will not necessarily say some spoiler stuff for other shows out loud. Maybe sometimes, but always feel free to bring shit, and that's awesome. Leo deserves it. He's one of the best actors working. He, his work on Growing Pains. In that last season was just amazing. No, but I always love Leonardo DiCaprio, and I think he's gr 
he's grown too so bad the oscars don't mean shit no but it's good for being a performer and being it means shit to the people that are performers that get the awards when they win it and something something like and leo is someone in that's only one given out a year for each category you so, know so yeah. like when you when you win it like if you're up for it and you win it it does it does mean something to those right. people and if you're but broke those people vote for it themselves like and if it's you're, all about it's, shaking their own and if you're hands. and if you're broke you can uh, you can always sell that thing so 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 way to go leo <laughs> okay so rick says uh people live here and blah, 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 babies are born as we meet greg he says uh greg's the boss rick kind of introduces to himself and he immediately is like excuse me uh, why don't you guys shower and clean yourselves up a little oh, bit oh yeah he cuts him off he, he like he doesn't let rick finish introducing himself <laughs> it's awesome it's completely it's so fucking rude <laughs> And when Rick says, no, we're fine, like, he steps forward. He steps up on yeah. Rick. He, like, gets up into Rick's fucking chest. He's like, no, shower. And, and Rick has... It's like, nah, we want to keep this place And clean. Rick basically says to him, if I didn't if I didn't uh, just get some sex last night, I'd fucking kill you. I, I mean, yeah. or normally Rick would have killed him in that situation. Don't you fucking get in my face. And to answer your question, KLC, I did DVR the Oscars and Stephanie and I are going to watch it, but we'll probably not do a live stream that isn't live for it. And I don't think I could ever get Joe to do a, 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 a award show live stream. I think I might try to get him drunk over here to do the Emmys next time just to shit on it the whole time. But uh, but that it's going to be a lot of work to get Joe to yeah, come I mean, over here. To TV, right? Yeah, TV. Yeah. No, I, listen, Phil, I'm, I'm 100% committed. If you want me to come over for any of these things, I'm there. I may not enjoy or may not have kind things hey, to say at I didn't, the time, but I hey, didn't, that's part of what, why I'm there. I, I, didn't guess, enjoy, right? I didn't enjoy Greece, so it happens. Okay, exactly. So, exactly. I'm there. So Rick says to Maggie... I can't talk to him anymore. <laughs> That's your job, Maggie. Don't fuck it. I'm not. Me, don't let me in the same room as that asshole. Because I'm going to kill him if you let me in the same room. So uh, Gregory's the new porch dick, says Al. Gregory is a mansion dick. He's a fucking museum dick. He's uh, he's in, he's he makes porch dick look like someone I want to spend a Sunday afternoon with. No pun intended. Sunday afternoon. He was giving off a little rapey vibe too. Yeah, no, but he told little, <laughs> little rapey vibe. He told him he's giving off a rapey vibe to Maggie when he comes sit next to me, Maggie. Come and on. Calls Maggie back in the room for further negotiations. Not Rick. He's like, hey Maggie, I know you're, I know you're pregnant, but that just means I can't get you pregnant <laughs> already. That, mean, <laughs> that, mean, that just means I don't need to wear, I don't need to wear my galoshes in the rain. <laughs> Plantation dick, creeper douche is a name for Greg. I started this plantation in 1730. The fuck, Colonel Sanders? I want my Cheerios and some chocolate milk. Maybe we'll get drunk Joe again, says, uh, says uh, Timo. Golden Globes are a great show to watch. SM, I, I mean, I, I've talked about this before. I've always watched those shows my whole life. With, I watched them with my grandmother growing up. So there's always like sort of a special place in my heart watching those shows, even though I know they're bullshit. And I, I don't take it too seriously, but I enjoy the pageantry of it all and all that bullshit. So... So that that's, that's like, it's just sometimes I'm I'm always in awe of like even just what's nominated and what's not nominated. No, I know you, but we talked about this before, Joe. You take it too serious. It bothers you too much. You're like, ah, no, fuck this there's shit. Like there's, there's things that very obviously deserve. Well, it's like it's like to me, it's the problem in Hollywood. There's things that deserve to be nominated that just aren't. There's people who deserve to get yeah, you know, yeah. jobs that aren't that are passed over for this one's kid or cousin or nephew, aunt, 
brother's hair. Yeah, and I mean, let's not let's not dwell too much on this bullshit here. Well, right. there's plenty of talk for the Emmys Emmys stream. Yep. We'll, we'll save your save your fuel. So Rick Thanks. says I shouldn't talk to this guy anymore. We'll see how the Hilltop Steak houses run <laughs> how many times they say hilltop are you thinking hilltop steakhouse joe every single time every single time if people every don't know people don't know what we're talking about the hilltop steakhouse is a local was a local steakhouse uh in uh in landmark. the yeah in a landmark in our area so uh, they say we were, we were young and we were growing up people there was uh the hallway to this place was like a hundred yards long and i tell you the line stretched the entire hallway. This place had four dining rooms. It sat like 500 people. And if you went there on a Saturday afternoon, Friday, <laughs> like you would have to wait for two hours in line if you wanted a table. That's Joe, how this, this place was packed. It was huge. Joe, guess what? What's up? These nuts. nuts. Yeah, these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I love it. Love it. Love it. But yeah, that's what we think of every time we hear Hilltop. Yes. And I also want to mention if anybody is listening to this live and they cannot get into the Google uh, chat or the YouTube live chat, we do have the chat wing open, which is chatwing.com backslash I got issues, man. And in that chat room, you can share you can share pictures and links and images and gifts and all that sort of shit, too. So if you're uh, if you want to jump in that chat room as well, or some people are having trouble getting into the live chat as I occasionally get some text from people that say they can't get in the chat. We always have that open, and it's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, so you guys can always jump in that chat ring chat to talk, so here we go. Eventually, I want to get a just a IRC, like, just on the website constant all, all the time, but this is what is open right now, so... Phil and Joe, what donation will it take to do a chat with you guys? We will talk about. Send me an email uh, privately, and we will talk about this. But you don't ever. <laughs> but there, there's no donation. If you ever want to call in, you could always call in the number. We always love to I was chat just with you. Love to say that. So, uh, so we'll gladly always take donations. We do have a PayPal and a Patreon, and we ex happily accept donations. But, uh, but we never be. We never want to be those people that's like, oh, if you you can only talk. By time. Yeah, if you can only talk to us, if you pay. <laughs> <laughs> pay us pay pay give us a donation and we'll do a live stream that's what that's that, that's what we'll do we'll, we'll read your comment in chat yeah we'll read your comment in chat we'll make sure we read your comment or take we'll your, say your name live on air we'll take your call if you uh if you donate to us so but but i mean i don't want to discourage people but when it really comes down to it we appreciate that stuff but if you ever want to call in or talk we'd love to talk to you guys so uh if uh, Oh, I, I need to find a job, and I'm willing to donate $100 if I can host a show with you guys. I would just do an hour. That'd be a dream. Send me an email. We will talk about that. So, so because we see how Hilltop is run, the more stuff, and uh, we see Michonne. Abraham asked Daryl, how long do you think Rick and Michonne have been umping uglies, or again, bumplies, I think is what he I says. I think that was the first time. <laughs> that was the and first time. And I think time. Michonne came in and wanted it, too, because she could have sat somewhere else, and she, but she was like, yo, move over, bitch. <laughs> Make some room on that couch so I can slop in next to you. Timo, you're right. I should promote it more. I should talk about it on every broadcast. But I feel like such a shill. Like, oh, everybody, and make sure you donate to our Patreon. <laughs> but you're right. I should mention it on every show, and I shouldn't be shy to do that shit. So you, you yeah, are right. Ice kitty. You are right, and I will try to do that. For just 1995, you can be Joe and I's friend for a year. Thank you. Join Phil's recap and <laughs> review, and you can be Joe and I's friend. Thank you. Donate your money. <laughs> I I just feel like such a prick tickle doing that but 
you know, it could help, no doubt. I mean, Joe and I are both, you know, looking for jobs. I and, like a good prick tickle. Yeah, yeah, we love a good prick tickle. So we, we do appreciate any support that the ones of you that do support us. And we can't say that stuff enough. I don't like to dwell on that too much. But thank you so much for everybody. And I will try to promote it a bit more. So uh, have a good night, Andrew. Thank you so much for checking on in. Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> I'm fucking pissed. This channel deserves more people. What the fuck? Anyway, sorry, guys, if it bothers you. Uh, bothers me that you guys are awesome. The channel needs more love. No, that doesn't bother. It, it makes us really happy that you're so passionate about that. And in with people like you guys out there, what's different about what we do, let's not bullshit for a second here. We do something a little different on YouTube than other people do, good or bad. I mean, we do long podcasts. I'm not saying better or worse, but we're not making, we make some short videos, but I think it's about just the more people tell other people about it, the more we're just going to gather people. We're not so much... Like one of our videos, one of our three-hour podcasts isn't going to go viral. It's just not – that's just not going to happen. It's just not that kind of channel. So so we, we need every individual to tell another person. And every person that tells a person is another person that gets brought into the group. And it keeps adding up organically and naturally. And we're going to keep doing that as time goes on thanks to you guys and thanks to the help of other YouTube channels and all of that. But we're going to keep making content, keep making our short videos like what Joe did with the unboxing video, what I do in short videos too, and keep doing that stuff and, you know, keep plugging away and and hopefully we'll explode because we want to get that big for you guys too because you guys are the fucking best chat so as much attention that you guys can get the better too so enough of that let's get back to talking about walking fucking oh, yeah. dead so uh, so here we go. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So Abraham uh, asked Daryl, how long do you think Rick and Michonne have been boning? And Daryl says, I think it's just the first time. Abraham looks in the mirror at the thing that Rosita gave him. And we go off to Maggie and Greg as he calls her Natalie through this whole scene. And I just wrote dickweed. He gives some speech about how beautiful this place is. And he gives her a creepy look like, come sit next to me, little girl. And does his Colonel Sanders eat my fried chicken bullshit. Then she tries to talk as uh, she... she she based, they just go into a back and forth about how she tries to set it up as, a, as an even deal. We have guns. You have food. Let's do a simple trade. And he goes, yeah, we don't really need your guns. Things are going fine right now. And he basically just goes, well, I can give you food, but you're going to have to work for your share, young lady. And kind of gives her the creepy I want to fuck you vibes. <laughs> and I can give you things if you're smart, if you give me things. You and mean the creep, the creepy um I'm going to rape you vibe. Yep, totally. The creepy. Or I think it's the creepy, I want to pay you for sex vibe. I don't think. No, I, because he, 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 would have, he, would, he would get his pussy and he wouldn't pay out. <laughs> and what's she going to do? Be like, I hoard myself for this food, people. Rick, kill him. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's basically, he basically, someone I just read in the chat, sorry, I got distracted. He's like, sit here, drink this. It has quaaludes in it. Drink this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Cosby. Yeah, this is my jello pudding pop. Eat my jello pudding pop. <laughs> sit by me, Natalie. Have a quaalude. I like that you, uh, Santovia says, I like that you guys let us have our say and all the friends' FOPs are damn awesome people. Sex for food vibe for his dick. It, uh, I like the community you guys build and it involves not only you, Joe, Katie, but the people in the chat. Yeah, you guys are part of the show. The community. You, I mean, you're the community. You're our friends. Part of it all. And, Absolutely. And we, we give you guys a lot of lip service for it, but we do it because it's fucking true. You guys in the chat are what brings people here live as much as we're too fucking, as some people call us, neckbeards, whatever you want to say. We're too fucking hippie fucking guys that love talking about television with Katie and Matt and, and John, too, and all the people that join in. And, the Phil, and Phil, I don't have a neckbeard. 
just all my chins have beards. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I have a neck beard. So we're just two dudes that like to talk about shit, and we appreciate that you guys really like the 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 urge of the live chat and the live community of you guys talking, I think is what brings people to watch us live. It's not just what we do. So a huge thanks to you guys. And as I mentioned tons of times, any way we grow is thanks to you guys. If you guys ever go to another channel and we sent you there, one of the people that we tell you about or something like that, tell them we sent you, share the love. It's uh, We really appreciate all of you guys' commitment to wanting us to grow bigger. And, and that's how it's going to happen. And we promised you that party when we get to uh, around... The uh, bigger subscriber amounts, and I'm gonna fucking rent out a hall, fucking have a yearly event. If we can get to that point, fucking have a party. Bring it on, motherfucker. Okay, fucking A. J E L L. Wait, J E L L O. So Greg's like, cut the bullshit. Do I have a shot with fucking you here? No, dude, we can work. And he says, you're you're fine. And he says, well, you can work it off. And he just he's just basically an ass. So then we he's get a wicked ass, wicked ass. So then we get part 11 uh, of the... Fact, you can start working right now, Natalie. Yeah, Natalie. Yeah, you can. St I can start getting... I have a job for you right now, Natalie. Maggie wants stuff and things. Timo says, yeah, party. That's going to be one fucking awesome party. So... Uh, <laughs> We'll we'll have a bit. We'll have bands. We'll have we'll have beer. It will be great. It'll be a Do great. Do you think day. anybody's gonna show up to our party, Phil? The first one, probably two or three people. <laughs> but because it, it's gonna be far, people have to travel for it and shit. But I bet we'll have noisemakers and party hats. And party events. It'll be awesome. Be cake. It'll be so great. Joe will bake a cake. I'll make Joe cook. <laughs> so that we'll have diet. No quaaludes in the cake. We'll have some Just diet coke. <laughs> that, that's what we tell people, Joe. So, uh, so okay. So, so then we go out. Greg wants uh, Maggie's kind of cleaning uh, everybody about what happened. He uh, he wants to trade. Doesn't need the ammo. Greg Jesus says Greg just wants the best deal. He's kind of a prick. Jesus says Drick uh, says we need food. Excuse me, Rick. This is where Rick kind of gets Rick for a second. He goes, we're gonna need food. And we're going to get it one way or another. <laughs> so there's no way we're not getting the food. By force or whatever. Jesus says, I will make you understand. I will make them all understand. Give me a few days. I am Jesus. <laughs> and, oh, awesome. Sunday says, I have, I have family in Watertown and Cambridge. They're like a stoner cough. So I love Mass. Oh, yes. My best friend from Mass. Awesome. So we do have some people that would be joining us in Massachusetts. We got... Uh, we got, okay, so uh, Jesus says, give me a few days and uh, things will be good. Michonne says, <laughs> Michonne says, give, okay, okay, fine, fine. And Rick's, Rick just is like stewing in his seat. Can I please kill these people, please? Can I please kill them? Michonne's like, it's okay. You can wait a couple days to kill all these people. It's okay. It's okay. You must I, wait. I forgot to mention part 11 of the fear of the walking dead in the airplane. No, I didn't forget to mention it. It happened. That was not anything to mention. Oh, the, my poor husband, blah, blah, blah. That was the worst one. As I mentioned, last one was the best one. That was the worst one. That was sucked. Yep. Yep. In true fear style. <laughs> Big Sexy says, I love everything uh, Everything about this. Everyone chatting. Joe and Crow and, of course, Phil. Never dull hair. It's so awesome to be able to have you guys. Yeah, Crow wishes she could have been here tonight. She's not feeling well, so yeah. she's in bed. 
It is all it is all good. We will all send our love to Katie to feel much, much better and be back with us next week. So Jesus says, I will make them understand. Michonne says, yes, can I kill them? So some dude walks in and uh, and and some some good people come to the front gate and I did some hubbub. I honestly don't know exactly what they were talking about. We had a deal. One guy comes back. So they sent some guy to Negan's to to be an emissary to, because one of their guys got kidnapped or something, and his brother got kidnapped. And, and he, he says the, the 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 shipment was light. Yeah, the shipment was light. Something like yeah, exactly. The shipment was light, and and ultimately the guy goes, "I've come to deliver you a message, Gregory." And and he said that he'll let my brother go if I deliver you a message. And he's the message is I'm gonna stab you. And he friggin' It's he- isn't, that, isn't it isn't it that obvious? It's not that obvious when somebody says that to you. Don't aren't like if I came up to you and Phil and I was like, I got a message to deliver to you, Joe. It like, would be. Don't you take a step back? It would be. Ba- <laughs> it's almost as bad as if you went into the whole naked gun thing. Is I have to kill. I have to kill Reggie Jackson. I must right? kill. <laughs> I must kill Frank Drebin. I must kill Frank Drebin. There must be something wrong with Phil. I must kill I- Joe. Joe Dirty Locks. I must kill Joe Dirty Locks. Too funny. Like it's just like no. Like that's that's like international television for like you're about to get stabbed or shot. You take a step back. You do something to protect yourself in that moment. Someone he said did. he did say that. He said I must stab Mayor Rapey. Joe. Someone said in the chat that they hope that this airplane ends up crashing into the yacht and kills. Every- I think Corey said that it kills everyone in Fear the Walking Dead. That's our conclusion. The plane <laughs> crashes into the yacht and everyone dies, and we have to start with a new group in Fear the Walking Dead. It was like that would be awesome. Like that would be fantastic if the plane <laughs> fell on their house. So the guy, so the guy ends up going to deliver the message, and he goes to stab Greg, and he stabs him, and Rick immediately grabs him, and he says, he goes into, I have to, I have to kill him, and Rick knocks him down, and Abraham gets choked out by one of the other guys, and he starts to and lose. Michonne's fighting somebody. Michonne's fighting Glenn's someone. Fighting fight, fight, somebody. fight, 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 and Abraham loses his consciousness for a second, and this is where he hears, hears Sasha's voice. And I mentioned this earlier. The only reason I know it was definitely Sasha's voice that he heard is because it said it on the uh, on the. Yeah, I completely missed it. I I didn't even notice. And then he gets. I thought it was like Michonne's voice or something. And then or I don't know. And then Daryl comes over and saves his life. Yep, Daryl Daryl ends up saving the day. And uh, let's jump in. I think he leaves, he leaves Tara's necklace on the ground. Yeah, he's just like fuck that shit. He doesn't give two fucks about. Nope, he wants the Sashi. Yeah, he wants Sasha. I because he somehow thinks he can he's better to better to uh better to start a family with with uh Sasha I guess. And ooh, awesome. Uh, absolutely KLC. I will talk to you soon. <laughs> Thank you so much for that email, KLC. So, let us uh so Gr- Greg grabs Rick. They wrestle. Rick and the dude are wrestling. He ends up getting the best of Rick. Michonne says drop it or and oh, I forgot to mention uh so some dude walks in and they're wrestling. Michonne says, "Drop it." Rick says, and ends up stabbing him in the neck. Let's take a call quick. Welcome back yeah, to, to the show. Hey guys, it's KLC here again, and I just want to say it kind of pissed me off when Maggie didn't take the deal. I mean, I know that uh, Gregory was kind of being a perv and all, but still, to me, it feels like she was putting the, you know, the safety of the group. I mean, their food the whole food deal on the line due to 
kind of her prize. I thought she should have just put it down and taken the deal. I mean, it was a pretty good deal. They just work for their food and they get food from there. He was talking about blowjobs and fucking them. That was the work he had planned for Maggie. Like, there was no, like, you're going to come here and farm. There was, like, we need whores and we need need slaves if you want your food. There was no work there. I wonder. I'm kind of on on, on both both sides of that, Joe. I'm with you. I don't know if he was saying the rest of you guys can work. Just work off your bill. Maggie, you stay with me and and we can get we can fast track the situation. I don't know if it was if it was X, you know, that and that it was. Oh, yes, Maggie. Your friends can work off this bar tab, but also if you want to know work off the bar tab, you know how to handle the situation. So, oh, thank you, Sunny Day. You're fucking awesome right now. <laughs> so let's jump back into the recap here. So Rick and this dude are wrestling. He gets the best. Michonne says, drop it, and Rick stabs him in the neck. And uh, Greg's on the ground dying. Rick's covered in blood. And everyone... It's just the blood starts pouring out of this guy's neck. Like, oh. it's like pouring. Pouring. Like pouring, pouring. Like a bucket of blood just straight down on Rick's face. There really, there really can't be an episode that goes by where there's a fight and Rick doesn't get covered head to toe. And this Andrew is- Lincoln must be like, seriously, it's got to be that much blood? Really? <laughs> and it's so funny. This is where we get that funny, hilarious thing where after Rick kills him, everyone just looks and, and looks at him and Rick just goes, What? get used to it. You're going to see me like this a lot. He was trying to kill Gregory and he, tr- he tried to kill me. And some girl comes over and punches him and knocks him down. And Michonne beats her ass and goes, don't. <laughs> don't hit the fucking don't, bitch. And throws her ass down. So and the doctor comes running over to save Yeah, the doctor life. comes over. He's a good dude. It's okay. And then Jesus mitigates the situation. Everybody. My name is Jesus. And Can't we all just get along? Yes. Uh, uh, one second, caller. Uh, Jesus says, Ethan was our friend, but Ethan was a shitsicle. Let's not pretend he was anything but he wa- than what he was. And Rick drops the gun. Jesus says, things aren't so simple around here. Again, give me some time. Daryl asks why he's uh, still down, and Abraham leaves the necklace down. Welcome to caller. Sorry. What's going on? Hello? Hey, what's up, buddy? Sorry. Hey, what's up? Uh, I was just thinking about the Sasha versus Rosita situation. I wish, you know, this is a fucked up way to think about this, probably, but it's a zombie apocalypse. If Abraham just waits, one of the two girls will probably get eaten or die or something. That's what I'm sure he was hoping for for the last two months. (laughs) Love it, dude. Love it, dude. He was hoping that was going to happen over the last two months. Sometimes you got to push fate along a little. Oh, my God. You you two are fucking awful. (laughs) Holy shit. Sometimes you have to push her down the stairs. Or something. No, I, mean, sure girl I don't mean I don't mean make her a zombie. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh gosh. You guys are so awesome. And <laughs> again, everybody in the chat. I love how I love again how we how everyone's you know, love how everyone interacts and love the uh, discussions and how you guys all support each other in the chat too. It's really awesome stuff that happens. Thank you guys so much for being an awesome community. We very easily could have a bunch of assholes and we don't. We, you guys are fucking awesome people and like we don't even have to make we don't even have to fake it. We don't have to be like, oh yeah, you guys are awesome. We're Joe. the only assholes here, Phil. Yeah, I know exactly, Joe. You and me are the biggest assholes here. <laughs> and that, as long as that's the case, you know, we're in good we're in good situation. Yep, <laughs> yep exactly. So <laughs> So Jesus mitigates the situation. I wrote this down in my notes just because, and I think it's a factor, and I just wanted to see what you thought, Joe. Were commercials extra fuckity tonight? There seemed to be like a lot more commercials tonight. 
Did you did you think yep, so? Because it was a filler. They didn't have too much to do, and if they got into more than they had, I think they uh it the store the this like episode story arc wouldn't have fit right. It would have just I think uh there would have just been more boring shit. Yeah, it would have felt more like you were saying the the art getting to a town in the RPG if we had more interaction with the town folk and our and our merry bend of travelers. <laughs> Our mercenary group showing up at at the castle. I think it, it definitely would have had more of that feel to it if they extended this episode. Um, maybe they could have given us a few minutes of Jesus running around town doing his ninja thing, but it makes him more mysterious without it. So I think they had extra time to kill. They put it into the funding of the program by adding extra commercials or into AMC's pocket anyway by adding extra commercials. So. Tim, it tastes really good right now is what it does. So, yeah. <laughs> Tim, Tim, it's awesome, buddy. Oh, my God. Something's wrong with Phil's camera. Again. Oh, my God. What's, what's wrong with Phil's camera? Phil's camera actually hasn't been wrong that much. As, there hasn't been something wrong with Phil's camera all night. He was realizing that. So so we see, uh, we see Maggie watching some woman tend to her husband, and Gregory is being patched up, and he's going to live. Jesus says things like that don't happen around here normally, only when you guys show up. So then Rick... Part presses about Negan. Who the fuck is this motherfucking Negan asshole? He is the leader of a group called the Saviors. And when the walls came up, he came here and met with Gregory, threatened to kill. Uh, he killed this 16-year-old kid, beat him to death right in front of him, just so we needed to understand right off the bat. They make sure to have Jesus say it like that. Just for anyone that knows what's coming or understands some aspects of Negan, I feel like that you don't have to you don't have to slap us across the face walking dead in Jesus's dialogue to go, yes, he was a 16-year-old boy. They beat him to death in front of us. He needed us needed us to understand what kind of person he was right off the bat. Wink. Oh, did he say that? Did he actually say that? Yeah. Right off the bat? Have a good night. Have a good night, Timo. Good night, I, don't Red was, I don't think it was Negan either. It was Negan's goons that did it. Right. Or or I think he says, leader of the group, the saviors, walls come up. I'm not sure. You're right, Joe. I, I didn't actually didn't write down who came up. I think he said some of Negan's men came up. I He might have said Negan came, but I'm not sure. So, yeah, but he absolutely said that he needed us to understand that right off the bat. So, oh, saying to Al, good night to Al. Good night, Al. Have a great day, my friend. Thank you for all the positive vibes. You were fucking awesome, dude. So, so Gregory, Jesus goes on, Greg's not a good leader, but people, uh, but, but he made the, made our deal, half of our shit to the saviors. I, people seem to like Gregory, but so, uh, so we let him make the deal and he, people seem to like this guy. This guy's a complete fucking ass. And you know, he's not letting people live in that fucking house. Like, are you kidding me? This guy's a complete fucking megalomaniac dickweed fucking yeah i feel coward. like i feel like we're calling him you know the dick the porch dick whatever when people want to get another i think dick isn't a strong enough word for this guy this guy yeah, a, a complete rapey coward ass a prick whistle is what he is he's just a fucking prick whistle coward rapey fucking ass is what he is he's he's beyond that and just the way he's just not a good person <laughs> he, he's just not a good person right there was there was nothing in any interaction that we've had with this guy at all between any of our group members that makes me say that that gives 
that makes me understand why Rick tried to save this Joe, guy's life. Joe, I'm going to go. I'm going to say something that's going to be unpopular here. Pre Penny getting killed or whatever his daughter's name was. Uh, I think that was his daughter's name. The, the governor seemed like a nicer guy than this dude. You know, like the uh, governor 1.1.0. 1. 1. Well, no, no, no. Because we saw the governor. And, and kill all those army guys. army guys. I know, but but th- but at least he was polite to people. <laughs> at least he at least he didn't try to rape Andrea. He let a- Andrea wanted it. And before and before the uh before that stuff, before he dies or Penny dies, we have uh Glenn and Maggie get or yeah, Glenn and Maggie get captured and tortured by him. People in the chat want to pump him. He's a cunt waffle. <laughs> He's a cunt waffle, says Bill. Colonel Dick. <laughs> no one ever wants to see you leave Team. No one leaves Timo in the corner. Colonel Cunt. I think <laughs> nobody puts Timo in the corner. No. Oh, why why do they like this guy? Stockholm syndrome? I was just gonna yeah, tell like I can't understand it. Like not only do you have to say like he let okay great he built the walls but he let this kid get murdered and did nothing about it except give his murderers bounty for it rusty old does nothing but allow them like encourage them to come back and kill and come back and take more that's it welcome to the chat how's it going buddy hey dude what's up it's me sonny welcome buddy great to hear from you um i have a uh, i have a question dude why um i don't know if this is considered spoiler territory but it's like, what do they mean? Like, the whole dynamic and the whole environment is going to change once Negan shows up. Like, what? Um, can you speak about that without uh, giving a spoiler? Or, mm-hmm. or what's your take on it, pretty much? Cool. Joe, jo, do you have a take or you want me to take this? Good, good uh, call. Well, I, think, I think that everything's going to change. Is Like, there's a fundamental change that takes place right at the end of this episode. Our group has turned into mercenaries. Mm-hmm. They're now going to go bring the fight to another group. It's not just like they did it once before with the cannibals when they when they uh they did the little trick and they got the can Lord the cannibals to the church and to Garrett and them yeah. And so, you know, I think this it it's a fundamental difference in how our group is behaving at the end of this episode. I think. And I also think it's somewhat to do – one second, caller. I'll get you on in a second. I think it also has to do with what's just set up in the – there's multiple trade units now, and we're just opening up the world. And by Negan showing up, we're learning that the world we're in is much is much bigger as well. Uh, w- w- what's up, caller? Hey, question. Best guest on, on this. Negan versus the governor, one-on-one fight. Who wins? Negan. Negan, I'm gonna I'm gonna say specifically Negan is gonna be a more when we meet him is. Have you read Negan chapters, Phil? I'm I will be honest. uh, Or just spoilers. I one one second, buddy. Uh, I will say I'm not completely familiar with the comics. I know some aspects of who Negan is. I've not read those chapter or those particular books. I know some of the information about what he does in the comics from the vibe I get on as a one-on-one fighter type person, uh, Negan would be able to take down the governor in a one-on-one battle. Now, if I'm, I'm not mistaken. The actor that's playing him is the guy that played the leader of the losers, the movie, the losers. I think so. I think so. Uh, w- welcome back to the show, buddy. What's going on? Uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys hung up on me or the question was that sucky where it's like, all right, we're not talking to Sonny anymore. <laughs> no, 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 no. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, no. So, yeah, that's what I just wanted. Uh, like I said, your your take. I shut down the 
uh, laptop so it wouldn't interfere with the call. But uh, it's like everybody's talking about how the show's going to be so much more different once Negan comes around. And I was just trying to see, like, what do they, what do they really mean? Like, I just, I how think, is it going to I think in the sense that without kind of talk, with talking around it, and I, I don't want to straight out spoil anything, I would say, yeah, yeah. I would say just that I think Rick is about to meet somebody that actually is on his level and that can actually, that he can't easily get the best of. And some could say maybe the governor was like that, but I don't think so. I think the governor was just a, happened to be that they were stupid and weren't keeping guard. So the governor showed up with a tank that they just all didn't notice rolled yeah, up to the freaking thing. I think, I think this guy is going to be a little bit more manipulative in the way of being able to outmaneuver Rick. Rick's going to go Rick's going there all cocky locky like him and his group of of uh Rams are going to beat the Patriots in 2001. Oh, we're going to we're the greatest show on turf. We're going to kick these fuckers ass and ultimately the, the, he's going to get punched in the balls. So I think for the first time we're going to see someone that seems more dangerous than Rick and I also think it's just going to open up this walking dead world and we're going to see things from a lot of other perspectives and not so much stationary on our group and everything like that. Wow, dude, you're also nice us uh, you snuck in that Rams reference. Oh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Sorry about <laughs> sorry about any sorry to any yeah. Rams fans. <laughs> oh no, I'm a Giants fan. You know, I'm New Jersey born and bred. Oh, but, nice. uh, right now, I'm, I'm living in uh, Georgia for the time being until I get my shit together. But it's like, yeah, everybody who I haven't read the comments anyway. And uh, Joe, I know you're a big comic book dude, dude. But it's like everybody is saying, like, oh, you know, this the show's gonna be. I even heard some of you were saying the show might as well be named a different show after Negan comes. I don't know if that's overly dramatic, but it's like, is this guy really changing the field that much where it's going to be yeah. a drastically different show? Uh, I, I think, doubt I it. Think, but I think there's a, a fundamental change in the group. Yes, I, th I think... End of this episode where now they're going to be mercenaries and they're going to go do this for a price they're not doing it because that's the right thing to do they're not doing it because they were already attacked by death you know daryl and abraham are already attacked they're doing it to get half of this other town's shit and that is a drastic fundamental difference in how our group has behaved so that's one aspect future things that events that are going to take place is something else it also allows for the introduction of however many more characters there are in negan's group so mm -hmm. there is a lot of things that that do open up and maybe there is going to be a little bit less focus on the dead menace and, and, and how dangerous they are because we kind of, we just killed 10,000 or 5,000, however many thousand of them that were in the town, we just took care of them. So how big of a threat can that be to our audience? Our audience has already kind of felt like these zombies aren't, aren't a big deal. So what is the big deal? The big deal. They've been teasing it. They teased it last season with, uh, with, you know, some an object at Rick and Glenn's feet. They teased it again, you know, at the, with the Negan, you know, his bikers getting blown up. Now again, this episode they're talking about him, so it's it's already got getting there. It's it's yeah. already the change is happening, and it's happening right now. Perfect, awesome call, man. Great yeah. to talk. Great to talk to you, and hope all is well, buddy. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say uh, last thing before I go, Joe. Yeah. That was the, your insights. Uh, I mean, Phil, so you already know you're the man. Oh but, yeah, no, no, so Joe, Joe is the man. Yeah, Joe, your insights, man, they're so they're so well thought out. And I don't know if you just do that off the cusp or you uh, think on these thoughts, but like from the cognitive it's the uh, writers. 
I got writers. You're, in a stance. you're very good at analyzing things like that. And I don't know, you don't speak it to it too much, but I got to give you luck for that, man. Uh, you're you're good when it comes to like literal breakdown of things. Um, oh, thank you. So yeah, I just wanted to give that shout out. And this, if you guys notice, I forget who said this, but if you look at Daryl's jacket on the back of it, it's uh, there's blood on his wing. And uh, it's been like that for two episodes, like a, like a fallen angel. So that might be who goes. He got next. stabbed. Uh, he got stabbed by the guys know? on the bike. When when before he shoots them and they go and he he gets told to go to the back of the truck, and he comes yeah, out yeah. and he shoots them all. There's a he's been stabbed in the shoulder. And one of the one of them, yeah. Abraham or Sasha, says something to you. Oh, he he cut you, and he says, oh, he got it worse or something like that. So that's where that came from. That was a, a stab, a puncture stab, right through the the back shoulder. Awesome, great, great, oh, yeah, great call, uh, great call, my friend. I will, we will talk to you soon. Yeah. Thank you for all the love. We really yeah, appreciate it. I love it. you guys. Thank you for taking thank care. You, oh, thank no, you. Oh no, thank you. Love the chat room and uh, looking forward to the Game of Thrones and other reviews. Uh, but let's get back to the show. Yes, guys. thank you, buddy. Awesome, awesome call. Awesome, great to hear from you. And we really do appreciate you, Kong, and all the awesome support you have been giving Hell us. Yeah. So we can't say enough great things, and I can't say enough great things about about Joe as well. Uh, we, I, Joe and I, we we've had hours and hours of these kind of conversations before we did podcasts about it. So it's good to be able to bring these conversations to the air. So, uh, so okay, so Greg's not a good people. They don't attack us. Now, Daryl says, uh, Jesus, Jesus says, Daryl basically says what Joe says. Okay, so let me get this right. You, he comes here, he kills a 16-year-old kid, and you give him your shit? You give him half your shit? What kind of yeah. stupid fucking crap is this? What? Right. Why, well, I should just go out there and kill six of you right now and take all the rest of your shit. Yeah. If one of you got half of it. Yeah, what, what kind of fucking ass is this? Joe is spot on. The, this is the way feudal, feudalism starts. Farmers feed the soldiers. Soldiers have an officer become a lord. Centovia says, Negan will be the first enemy that is more dangerous and powerful than Rick. The saviors don't stand up to Negan like how Rick's people feel they can speak their minds to Rick. Sam says, I'm not into the politics, but normally with the danger of Jerry Springer shit show, Trump kind of drew me into the election cycle talking about Trump. Blood's been on his uh, vest for two months. Perry Love says, I'm not whistling past the graveyard. I'm laughing. It makes it to, to make fun of these assets, Rick is leading them to doom. Doom, I tell do you. Think, do you think he's leading them to doom? Do you think that's doom? We'll talk about that at the end, but yes. <laughs> the uh, short answer, yes. And someone said that they wish we could do sort of like a... I, I, we, I will be doing at some point on the channel, I'll be bringing back the Issues program, which is more of a current events show where we could be talking about current events, entertainment news, and public you know like silly shit you know like the weekly roundup just start calling that roundup the issues program. yeah basically what i do in the weekly round exactly joe basically and the weekly thing you want to talk about any shows you want to talk about any bullshit but i'm gonna up. i'm gonna start bringing some of those random goofy news stories that i used to talk about in the issues program before to that to the friday show yeah. so anyways okay so jesus says uh we've uh how many people that negan have and Jesus says, well, I don't know, and that's the problem. We've seen him have up to 20 people. Daryl says, well, they show up and skill kid, make you scared of a boogeyman. These dicks got a good story. I took out a lot of them. I, they're in pieces, and Daryl and Abraham. Puddles. They, yeah, in puddles. <laughs> Rick says. Jesus in puddles. Yep. Rick's like, I'm not afraid of any confrontation. <laughs> so so why don't uh, why don't we make a deal here? 
why don't we take care of this Negan guy? We'll kill this fucker. We're used to people because like this. Because he's going to eventually come find us anyway and do, try to do the same shit to us, and we'll have to take care of it then. Exactly. And basically is what he's thinking. Like, let's just stomp on some, play whack-a-mole here, and make sure it never pops out of its head and just and just be be proactive here with our with our actions and i think it's i think it's too i think he's thinking win-win he's thinking we get up we get rid of a danger someone that already threatened our own people at one point in time and we get all these rations and we get we get half of their rations plus what we can loot from negan mm -hmm. after we kill him and his troop great point Ugh. Sorry, bad, bad sip of beer. Great, great point, Joe. I don't like this one. <laughs> this is so, like, and who knows how many communities he's been doing this to, and how much bounty is actually there. Corey Mitchell says, "Watch the last, the latest Dora the Explorer." There's great pacing there. <laughs> Dora, the way Dora really explored that forest was insanely empathetic to the needs of the general public of men and men and women. That's why Dora the Explorer really speaks to the explorer. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. <laughs> I know. Sorry, Joe. Uh, don't worry, guys. You have to stay tuned for the uh, the end of the show where I'm going to give my review of Fuller House and Joe's head's going to explode. Oh. So, <laughs> so, 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 side, no, we'll talk about this at the end of the show. So it's because we're almost to the end here. Rick looks at the food. He's like, yum. Now, we're the best at what we do. And this is a trade. What we do, our fighting is the trade. Maggie says... Glenn's dead. No, Maggie says uh, it's going to cost us something. Yeah, and it's going to cost it's going to cost some of our lives. I mean, you don't just go in there and expect none of us are going to be uh, killed doing this attack. Mm -hmm. This is a you were talking about trying to go assassinate someone or Dean. fully storm a, a castle we've never seen. Dean like, says, Dean says, I don't always pour Bisquick, but when I do, I make fucking pancakes. <laughs> stephanie boobs enough said hey hey my whole life's about stephanie boobs <laughs> enough said so mm, mm, boobs. <laughs> i love katie but sometimes it's fun when she's not here joe mm, boobs. <laughs> so anyways so rick looks at the food we don't have katie back boys come on boys <laughs> I can hear her voice in my head right now. God, I can see the I can see the look yeah. in her face. I can see eyes. the I can see the look of disdain for what we're saying right now. So anyway, so Rick looks at the food and says, "Yum," and Jesus says, uh, "Okay, I talked to Greg about the plan. He wants to talk to Maggie." And Glenn goes, "Maggie, what? What?" <laughs> Glenn, yeah, 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 he's a bit of a dick, but come on now, he's only tried to get in her pants once. <laughs> only once yeah she's okay in there alone jesus says greg wants to talk to maggie glenn says you got this and rick says deanna was right about you you've got you've you've got that special magic touch about you you've got you've got the eye of the tiger maggie go in there and do it so jesus says uh greg is a real prick don't you think that's information that would have been useful yesterday jesus shouldn't yep. you, shouldn't you have led with that jesus like you're gonna meet you're gonna meet Greg. He's kind of a prick. I would think that uh, that would be the <laughs> KLC says Katie will be forever in our memories. Perry Love says beeps. Like where were all the questions about like about this town? Who runs it? How's it run? How many people are there? But he's like Jesus Joe. is just like I'm not telling you. You just gotta come. Jesus, but Joe, he's Jesus. 
<laughs> oh, we've got uh, we've got a quick voicemail. Let's see. Hey, question. Oh no, this is the governor versus Negan. Oh, that's the sorry. That's the uh, same question from before. I just saw. Th- I I had seen the voicemail too late, motherfucker. Uh, so here we go. Uh, Maggie said, "Greg says, uh, sorry for the dark. <laughs> sorry for the dark. I like the dark." So I can seduce you. My Batman inti- or is it Maggie? <laughs> my intent. This is uh, Colonel Sanders. My, my intestines feel like a cement mixer. Lucky we're here. Maggie says, listen, we killed. Why people. the fuck didn't you let. Oh, my God. I just don't understand saving this guy's life. I don't understand it. Why do you want to have to negotiate with this guy? Let him kill him first and then kill this other guy. We don't negotiate with dickheads, Joe. Exactly. Like you don't negotiate with dickheads. This just doesn't make any sense to me. And it just doesn't make. I don't understand Rick's motivation to keep this guy alive, to stop this guy from being murdered. I like fine. Kill the guy after he murders him. Like whatever. It's like you're still a cop, Rick. Jesus fucking Christ. So basically, Maggie turns this around on him and basically says, "Listen, bitch, you need me. You need us. We have you by the balls." We have weapons. You want to? We'll kill this Negan guy. And you know what? We want half your shit too. He takes half. We're taking half. And then we'll let you off the hook, and we'll get some. Well, no, he tries trip. to play it tough first. He tries to still uh, make it seem like they're in control, like they have, like he has the upper hand. And she basically throws it back at him. And is like, you, you, no, you don't. Basically, you have nothing, and eventually, you will have not even that. Basically, and... I'm bending you over and gonna fuck you in your ass right now is what right. he says. And I love right. the angle that come, they come here, Dick. I got a job for you now. Yeah, exa- roll over. Exactly. And uh, she, he says, she. We get a we get a very good visual of her at the foot of the bed, which is a visual I'd love to have in my life with Maggie looking down at the foot of the bed at me. But no, Bent it's over the foot of the bed. The bed looking down like <laughs> at you, like right, hey, buddy. But no, it's it's a and she goes, I okay, half your shit and I want one more thing. And what's that one more thing, Phil? <laughs> one thing. It's I'm thinking sorry, it just made me think of City Slickers. Half the shit and a cow. And a cow. No, I was just sorry, when the one thing I was thinking of City Slickers wins. What's the secret of life? It's one thing. Just that one thing. And that one comfortable thing, comfortable shoes. She, yeah, comfortable shoes. Thank you, Cliff. It, it's uh, she wants, she wants the uh, the baby to be looked at with uh, ultrasound. She wants an ultrasound. Is ultimately, I think, what she's saying. So, uh, so then we get we flash over to all the stuff being packed for the Alexandria group, all the food, and Jesus kind of jokes, Negan didn't even get this much up front. Ha 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 ha. Another video, almost video game moment. Ha ha ha, Negan doesn't get this much. Ha ha, in this role-playing town of Hilltop. And the and and uh and Jesus wants to go with him. Yeah, Jesus wants to go with him. And you still have my knives. Yep. And then we talk to Negan's mule. Which begs the did we see him take knives off of him? We never see he never brandished a knife on on us, Uh, on our on Rick or Daryl or anything. I don't remember. I honestly don't I don't have a I do not have a memory of that. Uh, so, so we, uh, when we talked to Negan's mule and Rick says, we, uh, we're going to get Craig back, but we need to know what you know. You come with us. And what's his name says, okay, you're coming. And Jesus is coming too. You have my knives. And do we see, no, we saw Jesus. No, we didn't see anything about them taking Jesus's knives, Joe. Not that's flashing into my head. So then Rick asks Michonne if she's up for it. And she says she is up for, uh, she says it's going to be a fight. And Rick says, we'll win. 
and she it will have to win. And she says, yeah. So then we go over to Maggie. Uh, 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 they He puts his arm on her shoulder and she grabs his butt and we get like a wide shot from from the distance kind of oh i missed that we can see michonne still grab his butt which i thought was kind of telling because this is something uh he and daryl kind of made this decision we're gonna go attack negan and michonne's never really been i mean she went for blood with the governor and she went for blood with the uh with the cannibals and stuff but still this is something you don't know if that's going to affect the way she feels about rick that he's saying like we're just gonna go straight attack this other group that we don't really know too much about but she's still grabbing his butt at the end so she's still digging she's still on the, the rick train right totally she she she, and, does, she like puts her hand on his butt right oh, i totally missed her putting the uh hand in the butt rick's like rick basically says uh uh they all go off on the truck over to maggie and glenn after that and we see them getting the ultrasound and glenn sees his baby and glenn officially puts on his red shirt it's just a happy moment and we go over to the truck and they go off to find Negan. And I mentioned, we mentioned this a lot earlier. We get to see the guy that, the Negan mule guy, that just looks like, like they're not, excuse me, they're not even trying to hide that he's on Negan's side. He just has this look on his face. Like, <laughs> well, he just killed his friend. We don't know what his relationship was with the guy that Rick just killed. That's the guy that he came back. That's what he came. It was the woman and two guys came back. And they were like, where's everybody else? Rick ends up killing one of the two guys. And then they go ask him for help. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know if they've been best friends since they were little, like, or high school or some shit like that. Like, we don't know anything about any of, like, there's a lot. Even Jesus says it right after. There's a lot going on here. Just everybody calm down. You don't know everything that's going on. Like, that's another reason why I don't know, understand why Rick jumps into this whole thing and, like, Santovia. This fucking dick die who's trying to hold you over a barrel and fuck and fuck Maggie while Glenn sits outside for a couple of cupcakes and grains of sorghum or some shit. Come on. <laughs> Let's jump in the chat and some of that hemp. Timo says, I cringe when I heard that line. Oh, the line Dean. Uh, Sintovia says, I love Maggie telling Colonel Shithead I'm going to make you my bitch. <laughs> yup. Uh, she killed Colonel Clank in the library with the candlestick. Uh, hey, it's you. You just got rickrolled, said Perry Love. And never going to leave you. Never gonna... Dean McKinley says, how long do you think rick and michonne have been busy no, i think that was the first up. time that was the first time i think uh i think he was just quoting abraham of course jesus yeah. wants to go with them they're taking all the food never gonna yep. give you a never gonna say and he's got more re recon to do at alexandria mm -hmm. like he may have gotten a look around we don't know how good his look around was he counted maybe 54 people judging by the amount of houses figuring however many people were in the houses or whatever he did to figure 54 people we know he got to look at their supplies, but he doesn't have a full spectrum of the town yet. So, so the, he gets to go back. He gets to walk around. He gets to know people, and he can report to Negan, too. So the end of the episode, or the episode ends with everybody passing around the image of Maggie and Glenn's baby, the ultrasound image, and everyone takes a look. Daryl pretends it to bums care. bums Michonne out. It bums it, Michonne up. Daryl pretends to care. And Abraham kind of doesn't get it, and Abe... Abe finally is like, ah. Oh. I want to have babies with Sasha. Yep. <laughs> Abraham, Abraham's like, I want my Bisquick to make pancakes too. That's what too. it's all about. That's what, that's what, that's what life's all about. Glenn gives, him, Glenn gives him the nod. Now you understand. Now you understand. And it's like, it's like half the bouncing from the, from the, uh, one from second the car. truck moving, from the RV moving, but it's half like the. Yep. I, yep we I we get that. it. And that's the end of our episode. Welcome back, caller. 
Hey guys, so uh, as we're coming to the end, I just want to get your opinions on this past season so far, and this you know, season as a whole. Personally, it's been my favorite season. I think it's been kind of the most sloppy season of them all, but I just love all their ambition everything they've tried to do so far. Yeah, I, I agree. I really loved how the season feels. I understand that there was a big... Uh, the big mark in the middle with the Glenn thing. But I think for the most part, episodes like JSS was probably one of my favorite episodes of all of The Walking Dead altogether. And I really like how the first episode of the season, the JSS episode was the Carol killing all the wolves episode, if people don't know it by name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, that was my favorite episode, yeah. maybe my favorite episode of The Walking Dead altogether. I loved the season premiere, the mid-season premiere uh, that we just yeah. had. Where And, I, and I, I like the direction of this show. I feel like... It feels more, no, I'm not even gonna say funny, but it feels more. I just like lighthearted. lighthearted. I like comic the comic bookie. Comic bookie, yeah. I like the tone of this season a lot. So I hear what you're saying, and I'm almost with you of of it being one of my favorite one of my favorite seasons. I feel like it has a chance to be the most even of all the seasons because uh, there's certain sections of other seasons I like, like the Road to Terminus. I really like, but I don't like the other half of that season with the Doctor stuff. Uh, so this season has a chance to... Uh, but hey, Bill, come on. Doesn't everyone love the flu? Oh, oh I love it. I, I, know, right? I love on. the yeah. flu. I love the prison flu scene. Oh, that was that was such engaging entertainment. The only, the only thing about <laughs> the prison flu thing was the mysterious... Carol's mysterious murdering of two people. Yes. Yeah, yeah that was fun. And I love that Carol... That was- that was the birth of Awesome Carol. Yeah, it was. The, that's why I say we got the birth of Awesome Carol in that whole section. That was the best part. But thank you so much for your calls tonight. Really appreciate all your support. All right. Night, guys. Night. I hope uh, Katie Crawfield's better see you. Thank you. Thank we, you. We'll send her our love. Thank you so much, yeah, buddy. Team, uh, Phil definitely caught that. He made a point of uh, of doing a lot of winks at the Yeah, right wink, the bat. winks and nubs. That was that was very essential. That that was a very uh, right, off the, right off the bat. And the object I referred to earlier, there is a bat at Rick's feet and Glenn's feet. Oh, and, so, uh, sunny day. Going through this town, they find this garage and it's all like, and that's where we see like uh, the wolves written on the wall too. Or, sunny day says, am I the only one who wants to see Carol die? I'm sorry. I hate that bitch. Wow. Dean reminded me of that and just wanted to see Phil to see the question. Got to give credit to Dean. I used to be on the Carol death train on the not really digging the Carol vibe, especially after that prison shit. Uh, oh, you was, were all about the was, Carol hate at the beginning. Yep, if you listen to that early podcast, got rid of her. Yeah. I was Phil. Yes. Yeah, you right? listen to the early podcast. You're, you're mad, mad Carol hate going on there. And, but, but she has done things since then. I think um, she was on the road to redemption at the prison, but then I, it, she took a big, huge step back with the killing of those two people. But then since then, since she came back and with the Beth stuff and, I've really enjoyed Carol. Um, I don't want her to go anywhere me, yet. Me uh, neither, I'm Joe. But do you thoroughly know, enjoying her story? Do you know who has to go somewhere, Joe? You and I. Yeah, we oh. do. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us again this week. It was a ton of fun. You guys in the chat, we're killing it tonight. We are so excited to be able to come back again next week to talk about some more Walking Dead Season 6 action. If you haven't already and you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button. Please hit the like button. Share it with a friend, as we always say. Help spread the word of what we do here and invite more and more people into the mix. We'd love to have you. 
You can follow anything tomorrow night, Phil. We may be doing a little Better Call Saul tomorrow night. So uh, so tune in for that if you're into Better Call Saul. If you want to uh, find us, you can email me at igotissuesman at gmail.com. Gmail you can follow me on Twitter at igotissuesman. Follow Joe at Dirty Locks. You can also subscribe to our gaming channel, Dirty Issues Gaming. And also the Friends of Phil, FOP, uh, group on Google+. Plus. You can find the, description find the link to that in the description box below, I tried to say. Everybody in the chat, you guys are fucking amazing. Yes, so, you are. oh, oh, sorry, I forgot to, I forgot Joe, I forgot Joe. What? My Fuller House review. Uh, no, don't do it. Full, don't do I'm it. gonna say it, Joe. Fuller no. House is better than Full House. If Full House, if Fuller House is a pile of shit, Fuller House is diarrhea. I mean, Full House. If Fuller House is shit. Full House is diarrhea. It actually makes fun of Full House. I enjoy it better than the original. I said it. Go hate me all you want. Okay, so everybody. One show? What? Was it just the premiere so far? No, I watched it. I watched all 13 episodes. Oh, wow. Yes. I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> so, everybody, thank you so much. Or I enjoyed it in a horrible way. It's horrible. It's fucking horrible, but Full House is horrible. And if you expected it to be anything but horrible, you were mistaking yourself. But it does, as SM Down was saying, it does have slightly more adult humor to it. And it takes itself doesn't take itself that serious. And I can appreciate the the uh, tongue-in-cheekness of it all. None of them want to be tied up like Bob Saget was for the next 10 and years. And as Joe Rico said, Stephanie's boobs needs a room of their own. Ste yeah, Stephanie, uh, Stephanie from Full House's boobs are out of control. She's out of control. They like Salil? Salil oh, boob? It's it's amazing. So yeah, almost. Pre pre uh pre-surgery. Yep. Everybody, have a good night. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>